It is January 22nd, 2019. Welcome to the first episode of Paradox of Civility in 2019, and Happy New Year to all of you. Um, it's maybe not such a happy new year for everybody because um, the government has been shut down and will be entering the 32nd day of a shutdown by the time this airs, or I should say by the time this episode is released. Um, I don't know when the episode's going to air in your ears. That's up to you because this is a podcast. On this episode, I am revisiting The Hate Project, episode 21, which originally aired on February 18th, 2013. Now, The Hate Project was an online radio show that I did between 2012 and 2013, in which I invited actual members of hate groups, actual hate mongers, to call in anonymously and share why they feel hatred, how they came to, um, you know, basically become hate mongers, the sources and reasons for their hatred. Um, and that's another reason I'm releasing this on January 22nd instead of January 21st, 2019, because the 21st is Martin Luther King's observed birthday, or the national holiday that uh, recognizes Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday to celebrate the man. And so I decided to celebrate the man himself by not releasing uh, an episode uh, revisiting a show where hatred was just spewed uh, left and right. And this episode of The Hate Project that we are revisiting is quite bonkers, and I have a bit of a meltdown in the final hour of it. Now, what caused this meltdown? One of the listeners during the show accused me of being a closet Nazi. Um, Now, I, Roy Koshy... um, of Indian American descent. I am not a closet Nazi. I'm also not an open Nazi. I I hope that goes without saying. And um, so it'd be a little weird uh, that I would have a meltdown over somebody accusing me of being a Nazi. Because if anyone accused me of this, say you, you walked up to me tomorrow and said, hey, hey, you're a Nazi, I'd laugh in your face because not only am I not a Nazi due to my ethnicity, as in, if I had the desire to become a Nazi, I'd have a bit of um, some hurdles to overcome. I'm not even like a Dinesh D'Souza-style white supremacist bootlicker. So, um, that sort of insult would not bother me because it does not apply. Um, so, why would I melt down because somebody I don't even know anonymously on my chat room for the online radio show... If they were accusing me of being a closet Nazi, why would I have such a severe reaction? Well, let me begin from the previous episode. So, as I mentioned, I am of Indian American descent, um, but I was never fully open about this fact because of the anonymous nature of the hate project. I invited everybody else to be anonymous on the show, so I figured that I would be anonymous too. Um, I went by pseudonyms, humorous pseudonyms, and in fact, uh, for this episode, I returned as uh, presidential candidate abortion McDiarrhea. And um, also, on the previous episode of Paradox of Civility, um, a neo-Nazi named Edward McBride, I asked him about the Sikh Temple shooting in Wisconsin in 2012 and um, what his thoughts were on it. Now, McBride was bragging about, like, what a respectable, responsible, 
you know, he tries to be nonviolent unless challenged Nazi that he is. Um, and so I asked him about that and he's just said it is what it is. That really upset me because, you know, um, those are my people. Uh, I could have been one of those people just killed randomly. So I was upset, but I could not really express why I was upset. So I had to bottle up part. I had to bottle up basically an essential part of why I was angry. So um, this leads into this episode. You know, um, I'm already kind of on edge at this point with this whole project. I don't know if it's going well. You've probably heard me speak on this in previous episodes in which I've question whether I just ended up providing another forum for hate mongers to spew their hatred or I provide an opportunity for people to explore why they hate and we could all understand them better um, and I felt like it was tilting for, towards the first uh, at this point I just was just getting hatred and nothing more um, there's a chat room that goes on while the show's going on and there's just people spewing racial slurs and everything terrible because they can um, so anyways, I try to start this show with a bit of a theme. I ask everyone what they were like in high school. I don't remember why I chose this theme. Probably, um, I chose it because, um, it was sort of a lighthearted theme and I thought like, maybe let's just take away the hatred, like poking at the hatred. Let's choose like a more like sort of universal thing of like what school was like for everybody. Didn't really work out. The show pretty quickly devolved into hatred. So, Dragon1488, uh, the resident clansman who's been calling into the Hate Project regularly, um, he calls back in on this episode. In previous episodes, Dragon has often downplayed the dangerous nature of the KKK, even downplayed the hateful part of the KKK. But then, you know, he's also displayed some more violent, aggressive tendencies. And he's even talked about in his position at a major company. He's talked about um, actually being harder on black employees and firing black employees sooner than he would white employees. He does address that, too, in this particular episode. Now, Dragon starts off this episode by being pretty aggressive. Like he especially when Naj Radio calls in. Naj Radio is the African-American sports host who also hosts a show on Talk Shoe, where's the, where the Hate Project aired. And um, right when they start talking, they're both on the call, Dragon gets really aggressive. He gets really hateful immediately. He starts calling blacks a savage race, all this stuff. Naj Radio, to his credit, um, he maintains his cool. He still makes cogent points. He still makes sort of, even though he's hearing this hatred from one man, He's connecting that hatefulness to the bigger picture beyond these words that are just being spewed. So I do give him credit for that. Um, if any of these guys are listening or if you recognize any of these people who I refer to, uh, please try to get them in touch with me. My email's in the description. Now, as the discussion goes on, both Naj and Dragon agree about how our society has been hijacked to serve the rich and how capitalism has failed basically everybody except for the rich. Dragon traces this to individualism. Uh, he decries individualism in a, as a way of advocating for like family values that you hear right-wing Republicans espouse. And um, now in this call, you know, I used to be a lot more like you know mellow. Um, in previous episodes, I would be a lot more neutral. I would let people be hateful. But as Dragon is being more aggressive in this call, and with Naj, you know, actually offering good support for me, I do a better job of calling out and refuting Dragon's hateful talking points much of the time. Now, at a certain point, somebody prank calls a show as a member of the hate group Northwest Front. That's a real hate group. Um, he advocates for carving out a white ethno state in America. 
Now this guy who's a prank caller, he calls back in later episodes. He reveals himself to be a bit of a troller named Patrick Wong. He sees himself as trolling these uh, white nationalists, white ethno-state uh, advocates, white supremacists, basically. Um, and he calls in, and so that's a little weird. Then a guy named Charles calls in, advocating for a peaceful and legal manner of creating a white ethno-state in America. And then someone named Carol calls in, claiming to be African-American, an African-American Native American woman starts to talk about how white men are being targeted for abolishment and blames the Jews for this. Now, Carol kind of very, very clearly sounds like a fake voice, like a man doing a woman's voice. And people in the chat room basically say that this is Pastor Martin Linstead. So Martin Linstead, I had a long interview with him. You can hear it on Paradox of Civility, episode 11. He's a fringe white nationalist character. Of the lunatic variety. He really is a lunatic. Um, he's based in Granby, Missouri. He subscribes to the Christian identity uh, ideology of white supremacy. Uh, and then also, during all this time, with all these calls, uh, I'm not hearing everybody. Uh, you can tell, like, I'm responding to people in a way that they can't be heard, but I can't hear them, even though the audience can. And then there's a lot of distortion. I even had to edit out sections of this particular um, episode that I'm going to play for you because there was a lot of distortion. And then also, um, I was drinking during uh, this broadcast, which was a habit of mine that was not a good one. Um, but I just enjoy drinking during doing online radio. It's a lot of fun. I, I do these intros sober, though, I promise. So anyways, like later in the last hour, this guy named Schwartz, he's been a regular visitor. He hasn't called in, but he's a regular on the chat room for The Hate Project. He calls in and accuses me of being a closet neo-Nazi, and I just lose my cool. It's just a coupling with the fact that I'm absorbing a lot of hatred. Uh, you know, these crazy people are calling in. Um, one person is pretty, you know, sober in that in his hatred. He's just choosing to be hatred. And then these other lunatics are calling in. And um, I start to lose it a little bit. And then I guess being called a closet neo-Nazi on top of the fact that, you know, the Sikh temple shooting was still raw to me as an Indian person. And I never addressed that on the show because I had to be anonymous. And I never really, I didn't really fully address that in my own life either. And so that's part of um, the problem of being a person of color in America. We don't always have the tools to address our own fears of racism even you know when our lives depend on it we don't always we're not always given the language to do it we have to find our way through that we don't always address internalized racism we don't always know how to handle the racism both macro and micro directed at us uh in a healthy manner we just have to learn as we go along so my anger comes out in that last hour and i start to call schwartz a retard and um, I use the word retard a lot, which is a shitty, hateful word. And that's me being hateful. He calls me out for being a hateful person by using the word retard. And I double down. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know what? You are a retard. And it's an insult to retards that you're a retard. I start using the word a lot. And I know it's a bad word. It's not cool. And I'm sorry. So to anyone listening to this, if you hear that and you hear me saying that, just know that I apologize. Um, I wish I was more, I don't know. I, I let my anger get the best of me and probably that's what came out of it. And you know what? That's my own prejudice. It's, I have some ableist problems there and I should, you know, I'm not going to make any excuses for that. I'm going to own that. So, um, yeah. 
There is an interesting point where um, Schwartz, um, you know, I try to explain to him my mission of the hate project and what I was doing with this show. And he basically says something to me. He types this in the chat room. He says, after 21 shows, you can't figure it out. He makes fun of my IQ level. And of course, I get mad about this. But um, I don't think Schwartz's reaction was wrong because to him as a listener, I was kind of providing a forum for people to just be hateful without like challenging them enough, you know? And so I don't really, um, I don't really, um, blame him for feeling the way he felt. I'm assuming it's a, he, um, I think his first name was Harry. Last name is Schwartz. Uh, again, if there's anyone who knows Schwartz or Schwartz, if you're listening to this, please reach out to me. Cause I'd love to talk to you and reflect on this with you. Um, so you know, it's funny that he said that, like, after 21 shows, you can't figure it out in a way that, like, I'm an idiot for keeping on doing this. I had that same reaction to every think piece, every puff piece that's been about Trump supporters since the 2016 election. So many of those pieces, they're all the same. It's like, wow, this white nationalist who wants to exterminate the Jews happens to love friends. Isn't that quirky? Or this decrepit Trump supporter who has an effigy of a black guy hanging from a noose in his front lawn and wants to deep fry all Muslims in pork fat. He can't get health care and he's just worried about jobs, jobs, jobs. Now, am I actually saying that all Trump supporters are Nazis? I'm just thinking about that for a second. Sorry, give me one more second here. Um, perhaps not. Um... Maybe their body is not covered in swastikas. Maybe, um, you know, they don't belong to an official hate group. But um, do they share the same ideology? Do they share the same viewpoints, the same desires of a lot of people that belong to hate groups? They sure do. Um, they don't believe in equal rights for everybody who's not a straight white male. And uh, this has been made clear several times over the last three and a half years now. Um, this past weekend in Washington, D.C., there were a few marches. We had the women's marches, and then we had something called a March for Life rally, which is a pro-life, anti-choice rally against abortion and against Planned Parenthood and all those evil, evil, satanic movements against feminism, against women choosing what to do with their own body, even if their own life, their own health is at risk. So a group of students from Covington Catholic High School, located in Park Hills, Kentucky, they were attending the March for Life rally. And afterwards, they had a run-in with another group of people, specifically a Native American named Nathan Phillips, who's a Vietnam War veteran, who was in DC as part of the Indigenous Peoples March. Now, there's a viral video going around of these Covington Catholic kids, white kids, um, basically surrounding Nathan Phillips as Nathan was playing his drum. And one of the kids is smirking, getting in his face really cocky, and the other ones are just making fun of him and doing tomahawk salutes and uh, Native American noises in a mocking manner. Um, this obviously drew a lot of outrage from everybody who's normal and not a psychopath. It must be noted that these kids are just decked out in Trump regalia, like head to toe. MAGA hats, MAGA scarves, MAGA, MAGA sweatshirts. Um, I'm sure some of them are wearing MAGA underwear. 
I'm sure uh, there's a kid who is totally not gay, but he's like wearing a MAGA butt plug because he's like a patriot, you know? Anyways, um, this is a common theme. This happened at the Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville where Heather Hare was murdered. Um, folks in MAGA regalia were marching alongside Nazis. Um, you know, is everybody actually a member of a hate group who's a Trump supporter? Not exactly. But it seems like all Trump supporters are actual hate mongers. I guess freelance or just indie hate mongers. You know, they're part of the indie circuit. Um, now, Nicholas Sandman, the kid who was smirking at Nathan Phillips, um, he has put out his own version of the story saying that Nathan Phillips had approached his group first and that really what started all this was a black Israelites who were yelling stuff at them. Now, Nicholas Sandman's mother said that it was a bunch of black Muslims yelling at her son and his friends. And I guess like, so black Israelites and black Muslims are not the same. I guess all shouty black people are really interchangeable to these folks. Um, I don't know if they've ever caught an episode of Deaf Comedy Jam and they were just like, black Muslims, I don't, you know. Anyways, um, but you can watch the video yourself. You can even watch the longer videos that these people are presenting as um, an alternate version. It still shows these kids in Trump regalia just mocking and surrounding this Native American war veteran. Um, so, yeah, that's where we are right now. And um, for those who um, want to apologize or make excuses be apologists for these kids and this school. Just note this school has a problem. Um, recently, there was a Covington Catholic basketball all-star who was charged with rape and sodomy, a seven-foot-tall guy who raped someone and then uh, laughed at her, allegedly, after he was done, laughed at his victim. And uh, also, another photo was revealed of Covington Catholic students dressing up in blackface at basketball games when they were playing another school that had black players on their team. So, um, school has had a major problem for a long time, as do many all-boys, predominantly white Catholic schools. But, um, Trump has legitimized these kids and empowered them as well. As for the black Israelites, they are a separatist group with some disgusting views, but they're like a step above uh, homeless people. Really, they're like a step above the homeless person ranting on the street. They have no power, they have no real following outside of their own members. And um, check the body count. Check the body count and the influence on governmental policy between the black Israelites and white supremacist groups and organizations, including many folks who've made it to the highest offices in the land here in America. Just compare the two. Check the body count and how policy is shaped by either of these sects right now. On a lighter note, in this episode, we talk about Zora Ball, who was in 2013, she was seven years old, and she was the youngest person to ever create, to ever code a computer game. She's a young African-American girl. And uh, we also talk about Alex Haley. Dragon mentions that he has an autographed copy by Alex Haley of the novel Roots. His grandmother got a copy of this when Alex Haley was staying at the hotel she worked at. Really odd. Um, and Naj and I challenge him on this a bit. 
And then also there's discussion about whether Alex Haley was a plagiarist or even a secret agent for the government. So um, this episode's a little bit all over the place. Um, Of course, let me know what you think. And here you go. All right. I posed a topic as I was giving out uh, the list for, I was sending out like an invitation list for for the show tonight. I wanted to talk about what your uh, high school experience was. I don't know why. I'm just curious. All right. But uh, first, let's check in with the resident Klansman. Jeez, Un- unkosher left the chat for one fucking minute. Dragon, are you there still? Yes, I'm here. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm well. What's on your mind tonight, Dragon? Um, nothing. Same, same as it is every, every Monday night. I'm just calling here. What's going on? All right. Yeah. Well, Dragon, I don't know if you uh, saw, I don't know if you got, like, my little notices. Huh? Just seeing if I could add a little love to the, you know, to the hate project. Wow. At least, at least love for my race, love for my race anyway. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's good. Um, Right. You and I I are the the, uh, the, uh, yin and yang of hate. You're the the what? I'm on the other side. You you are breaking up on me. Fuck it, I'll type it. Hold on. Okay, yeah, your 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 audio ain't so hot tonight. Can you guys hear me in the in the chat room here? P Densky three four five. Can you guys hear me all right? Just just say yes or no. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. We are the yin yang of hate. Hey, you're right. So, (laughs) what would you be? Would you be the yin or the yang? I don't know. All right. Well, no, we'll, we'll decide that later. How about that? Um, so, Dragon, I, uh, I I just posed, you know, you, you've called into this program many times. Um, and uh, Marty is a fat kike. Welcome to the program. Uh, Marty, you you are welcome to call into the show down there anonymously if you want. Uh, you can call via Skype or just use your phone. No big deal, man. Join in on the conversation. So, um, oh, before before I get to that, I have a little bit of an announcement to make. Um, I reached out to the One People's Project, and I think I might be getting somebody on the show. Um, you guys are probably familiar with the One People's Project. Um, yeah? You guys know who that is. And so I reached out, and they're not going to come on tonight, but um, Daryl Lamont and Jenkins, I, don't, I think you guys know who that is. He's going to come on. So basically what's going to happen is that um, because I've been getting the white nationalist perspective on the show a lot, I'm trying to get the other perspective. But, you know, I described the show to him in an email. He sounded interesting. It might be next week or the week after, in the next couple of weeks, basically. So if you guys want to call into that show, I might interview him for a little bit like I did with Lindstedt. And then, uh, you know, but if you guys want to listen to that show and call in and debate... Like I said before, there's a free speech zone, the only exception being threats and stuff like that. Nobody can, you know, threaten anybody. Uh, Dragon, were you offended by my fucking uh, news here, buddy? I will be right back. Anyways, so if you guys, uh, you know, I I have seen uh, the white nationalist perspective here, so I want to see what the anti-racist perspective is because I don't know much about it. And so if you guys want to call into that show, please feel free to call in to that show and join us. 
and Dragon will be right back. So I, uh, when, I was, when I was sending out the call for the show tonight, I, I wrote in a topic, and I said, what were you like in high school? That was a question. So now that Dragon just ran off, he's mad about Daryl. Once again, this is not an endorsement of any... Oh, Jesus. This is not a platform for anybody. It's meant to be a discussion of opposing viewpoints and whatnot, and that's what I'm trying to do here. So anyways, uh, what were you guys like? What was high school like for any of you guys? Who wants to chime in? You can chime in on the chat even, or call me up. So Dembski is writing, Nash Radio provides enough commentary from a black perspective. He does, but like that's one dude. And he's not like an activist. He's not like a dude. He, like, he does like sports and, sh- and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So he's not like, I want to hear what this guy has to say. Anyways, who's going to start us off? I hated high school. Did you guys love high school? Were you popular in high school? Did you find the love of your race in high school? Like, did you have, like, a sort of, you know how, like, they sort of, like, have, like, a student UN? So, let's see. He's libertarian, not fooled by the community. Who's liber- Are you referring to Daryl Lamont Jenkins or Naj Radio? Who are you? Who are you referring to? And guys, don't trust my chat anymore because it's it's fucking annoying. So just uh, understand that. Like, if I'm like sitting here, be like, who who's that? Who are you doing? I hate Project. Can you make prank calls on air? I don't know how to call out. I've got a few phone numbers you can call. I, yeah. Oh, you're talking about Naj P. Dembski. I don't know how to call out. If anyone knows how to call out when you're hosting a show on TalkShoe, because I couldn't figure that out. But if anyone knows how to do that, let me know. I'll, I'll try and do it. I don't care. Who, who do you want me to prank call, guest number five? Want to name some people? I'll prank, I, I love prank calls. You know what my favorite prank call was? We used to do this. I, I did this into college. Find a number. And, like, it worked really well in college where, like, you go, hey, uh, you know, I'm, I'm calling from the campus utilities. Uh, I'm, I'm calling from the campus utilities office here. Uh, we're just doing a routine check. You call the random dorm room. We're just doing a routine check, and, uh, you know, we just want to make sure that everything is working in your room. So, uh, how's everything? Is the lights, are the lights turning on and off fine? Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, great. Um, how about the uh, air conditioning? Is that working? Is that all right? Yeah, that's working fine. Well, how about your refrigerator? Is it running? Yeah, it's running. Well, you better go catch it. Bam! And then you hang up. And you laugh your ass off. That was my favorite prank call. So yeah, if you guys can, if you can, kind of shoot me, like teach me how to. <laughs> oh God, this guy's gonna be a doozy. If you can show me how to make prank calls, guest number five, uh, go ahead and let me know. Okay, so Dragon fourteen eighty eight, you're back. How are you? I'm doing fine. How are you? Okay, were you leaving because you reacted to my news about Daryl Lamont Jenkins? No, no. Uh... My wife was showing me something on YouTube. Okay. A relative of ours doing a little young, 
young relative of ours doing a little memorization thing where he memorized all 44 presidents. It's pretty neat because I think he's only like six or seven years old. Hell, I okay. can't remember all the I can't remember all the presidents. Right. Um. Do you, so do you know who uh, do you know who Daryl Lamont Jenkins is? Yes, I know who he is. Okay, I mean, would you would you be willing to uh, call in that show if if, you, if I get him on? I guess so. I mean, I don't know him personally. I just know. Right, you know well, nobody. I mean, yeah. I think it'll just be kind of an interesting show, don't you think? Like we've gotten your perspective, we've gotten like a lot of people in here their perspective, like. And I'm curious to see like I mean, how probably get better, probably better get somebody on there that that can uh, you know talk about about the issues with him because I really don't follow him enough. All right, you sound very soft tonight. Hold on, let me see what I can. There's not much I can do about that, but let me see if I can adjust something really quickly. I'm sorry, guys. All right, um, so I asked a question. So guess number five writes, Dragon 1948, back from the synagogue Jew boy. Um, he's accusing you of being Jewish for some reason. Um, he evidently hasn't heard the show before. No. And he's a very brave man, guess number five. All right, so um, P. Densky, I pose a question, you know, what was high school like for you? Because I was, <laughs> never really explored it, and I'm just kind of curious. In P. Dembski, you were writing, I went to a filthy Negro-infested NYC high school. It is where I developed my racist attitudes due to my actually dealing with these people. So, P. Dembski, did they pick on you, or did they call you honky or something? Or, like, did they, like, what they do? And Marty's a fat kike, writes, and most people exposed to niggers and hating them. So, uh, guess number five, writes, and most people exposed to white nationalists end up hating them. Ouch. All right. Well, Dragon, what was your high school experience? We we've talked a little bit about like you know other other things, but like what was your high school experience like? Did you have friends in high mine school? Was quite, mine, yeah, mine was mine was quite boring. I mean, like, were you popular? Or were you a nerd? Mm, I don't I don't think I was I was very popular. No, I was, I was always quiet. Oh. Yeah, you, know, you kept to yourself. I had, you know, we had our little. I, I, you know, I had my little group of friends, but you know, I wasn't like on any type of, uh, you know, any, any type of, uh, I guess, school function. Just right. All that shit. Did you Did you ever like have like a high school sweetheart or dating one in high school? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Then I played football in high school, but that's about it. Okay. Did you ever get picked on? Quite boring. Yeah. No, because uh, I had the the friends that I had. You know, we were all, I guess, mean as shit. So nobody really bothered us. They were all mean as shit. Okay. Yeah, well, like, um, I guess see, I don't even know what, what what how to compare them to the to the kids nowadays. You know. So did you did you uh, have like a student clan uh, organization like an after school clan no, no, organization? Cause I, no, because I I grew up just outside D.C. So you know that wasn't really popular. <laughs> our neighborhood our neighborhood was white. You know we had well you know just very very few blacks just just outside D.C. You know so you know just out in Maryland. But, um, right. 
were still blacks there, but most of them lived closer to to D.C., like in Forest Heights and Capitol Heights and uh, places like that. But the neighborhood that I lived in, there were very few blacks, so we really didn't have, uh, you know, that much social interaction with them. Right. How about your school? Was it integrated, or, like, was it mainly white? Was your school integrated, or was it primarily white? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it, 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 they, yeah, it was, it was integrated. Okay. Did you ever have any trouble? There wasn't very many, because, you know, most of them were, were, were most of the projects, and and I'm not, you know, trying to sound mean, most of the projects were far away from where we were. So, the majority of the blacks that lived, you know, close to D.C. lived in this city that more or less had all the low-income housing in it. So, you know, we didn't get very many blacks in our school. Okay, so you never, like, really, uh, you know, um, you never really had any, like, run-ins or anything like that? You just kind of kept to your own? No, not really. Not really nothing. You know, there, there was only, I, I can only remember one, going to the school. I mean, there was more than one black person, but the only per- black that I ever, you know, had an encounter with. You know, it was just, it was just more or less, uh, we were in the same shop class, but, you uh, done his own thing, I've done mine. Okay. We didn't have very very many in the school. So, and and, uh, you found your sort of racial calling in your 30s, you mentioned, right? Right. Right. And so, like, what would you you and your friends who were mean as shit, what would you guys do on the weekend? Would you go party? Yeah, we did. Cool. Get some, get some uh, fake IDs. Get some, some brewskis. No, no, we, we actually, my mother was 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 really liberal, and uh, yeah. she, she usually supplied the alcohol. So. Oh really? Uh, yeah. So I'm like 16 years old, you know, got access to all this liquor and shit. So got a lot of people you, hanging you, out. Okay. And you know, like your mother, your mother's not into your your sort of lifestyle that you have right now, no, right? No, actually, actually, she's more she's more closer to leaning towards uh, diversity and everything. My sister, you know, she dates a nigger. Uh, she what? Oh, she has. My sister, yeah, dates dates a black guy, and I think my aunt has before, you know. But they, you know, that's where they live at. There's a lot of blacks there, and and you know, they've got so so fat fucking ugly that they can't attract a decent white guy anymore because their their character, you know. If if you could just think of the most ghetto fucking white trash white girl trying to be black, you know, that that would be my sister. So all she's going to attract is black guys. That's just you know, <laughs> how it is. Wait, so, so you know, Dragon, you, you, you throw the term nigger lover around a lot, so she truly is one though, right? My sister? Yeah. Yeah, she is. Okay. She's I'm sorry. Lady. Come on. I had to go there. No, um, I apologize. No, anyway, she she chose huh? her life, and uh, she chose her way of life, and you know she, you know, I wish her the best. I don't agree with it, and uh, she knows not to ever bring that nigger to my house, and and I don't have nothing against him either. Don't get me wrong. You know, he's never done anything to me. But she just knows that I just don't—I don't believe in that kind of stuff, and uh, she's not to do it around me. 
Okay, well, uh, let's see. Somebody, uh, guest number eight is Ryan. Brian Rio passed, pushed out, didn't show up on the Truth Militia. Sounds like he's just talking about another show on my show. Um, let's see. P. Dembski is like really, I guess he had some horrible, horrible experiences in uh, his high school. Um, he says like they had to close down the high school because it became a ghetto minority. They had to close it for poor performances. Um, no, so um, let me think. What was I going to ask you? So what? So whenever you and your sister get get together today, um, we don't. We don't anymore. Do you guys ever talk on the phone after, or anything like after, that? Or? After very very rarely, even if she calls to me, somebody died or somebody's getting married or whatever. Other than that, right. we don't have any uh, any kind of interaction other than you know if there's a reason to make a phone call. Right. When she so, she I think she divorced her husband a couple of years ago and he was actually a white guy and he's a pretty decent guy but you know he just didn't know who he was marrying and uh, I felt bad for him but oh really like what like after, what do you mean by she that divorced him well, I mean he was a pretty good guy he uh, had a carpet cleaning business and uh, you know he'd done pretty good but you know it just never was enough for her. they got into debt, and, you know, they were they were newly married, so, you know, that put a big strain on their marriage. Right. So, okay. you know, it well, just fell apart. Okay, you well, know, and um... She, and, she, and she interacts, she interacts with a lot, of, a lot of blacks every day in her occupation, so I would assume that's how, you know, she developed uh, a relationship, you know, because she's around, she's around niggers every day. Do you mind if I ask what industry she's in or what she does? She she's a school bus driver. Okay. Drives a school mm-hmm. bus for actually uh, Prince George's County, Maryland, which is just about mostly black now. When I was a kid, right. there was very few, but you know now there's, there's I mean, places packed full of fucking niggers. Okay. Um. Well. All right, so uh, so yeah, you guys don't get together. Do you, do you and your mother still talk? Excuse me. Do you do you and your mother still talk? Oh yeah, oh yeah, every once in a while. And you get along? A couple times a year. Oh yeah, a couple times a year she'll call me, and you know just ask me some off the wall shit. I guess she's just trying to you know make contact. Right. You know, just I guess just see what's going on, but she knows that I don't agree with what she agrees with me. She she doesn't see anything wrong with my sister dating outside of a race, and uh, she's yeah. also you know up there in that same area where there is a, a diverse culture up there, and you know they all think it's okay, but you know I don't, so we don't talk very much. So, so uh, here's my other question. Um, your your friends that like your close knit friends that you hung out with in high school, do you still keep in touch with them or are they also members of the clan? Uh no, you know, nobody that I knew uh from there I, I don't know anymore. So you know, it's been I guess since high school since I've talked to any of them. Everybody right. went their own way when they became adults. Cool. Um Man, your your voice is softer than usual tonight. Is there any way for you to turn up your microphone? Oh, let me see. See if I can 
while you're doing that, uh, hey, everybody who's just entered the uh, program, uh, this is The Hate Project. It's a show exploring the sources and reasons for why people hate each other based on race, gender, sexual orientation, any sort, even personal hatred, if you just hate somebody in your life. Uh, it's just meant to be an honest exploration. Uh, you can call in here anonymously. Call that number down there at the bottom, 724 uh, We can have an anonymous talk about anything you want. Um, it's going to be a free speech zone. Uh, I do not endorse hatred. Uh, so, okay. I wish McBride called in because I, I have to talk to him about something. Um, so it's not a platform for hate. It's exploring it. It's exploring where it's coming from. Um, it's not all, it's also not an anti-racist show, even though I will be having an anti-racist activist on pretty soon to sort of balance out everything, uh, just to get a different perspective. It's meant to be coming from where do these honest feelings come from and exploring that honestly. Um, any of you are welcome to call in. Uh, and I'd rather people call in instead of just chatting here because like the chat here sucks and like. It takes forever, and it craps out. I don't know. Whatever, man. All right, so... Huh? Yes, and yes, you need somebody to call in. Yeah, I agree. What, roughly roughly 10 people on here? Everybody needs to call in, voice their opinion on something. If you hate oatmeal, if you hate oatmeal, call in. Yes, if you hate oatmeal, call call in. Yes. You hate me calling. So, uh, I don't give a fuck. Let's see. Yeah, if you hate if you hate Dragon here, um, let's see what he has. Somebody else. Oh, Marty. Okay, so Marty is a fat kike. Is writing. I hear he hears you fine. I just couldn't hear you. Um. <laughs> so I'm assuming he's talking about Martin Linstead. Is that right? Marty is a fat kike. So Pete Dembski, I just I want to I want to kind of counter something that you're saying because this past year I was able to work in a in a school and the neighborhood of it was primarily African American and the school was so well put it's like it's so well maintained and it's lovely and the kids are lovely and the staff is lovely and it's it's almost entirely African American. I'm not, and I'm not, I'm really not making this up. And, 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 and I bet you, I bet you not 20% of the money that comes to that school was probably contributed from those black parents' property tax. I bet you, I bet you not even 20% of it. I'm, I'm sure it was. I, I don't think that it was economic redistribution at all. Well, if I was, if I was given everything, if I was given all these donations to make a great school and, and, you know, make it, uh, it's a public school for the for the news media. Public for the news media, yeah, but it's a public school, dude. If it if it's doing that good, then then you know they're getting probably a shitload of money from the government to keep it good. But I no, bet you, I bet you less than twenty percent. I bet you less than twenty percent of the black families of those children are contributing to taxes for that school. Well, let me let me explain something. Like, it's not a, it's not a fancy school. They don't have like fancy equipment. It's a regular old building, but they maintain it well. It's sort of like if you bought an old car, but you took care of it, it would actually be a good fucking car. Um, it's not a fancy place, and, and they still have, like, fucking, like, you know, security guards and shit like that. But 
it's a it, it's like I, I just getting to know like the students there. They were lovely. So I'm trying to figure this out. Like, and Pete Emsky, I'm not taking away like your experience. In fact, I want to explore this a little bit more because it seems like you had a traumatic experience. Um, Pearson's writing is communism, you dumbass. I don't know what that means. I don't know what you're referring to. Um, guys, please try and back up your fucking logic or lack thereof, please, when you type in here. Um, but was there something else about this neighborhood? I've heard of the neighborhood Canarsie. I don't know much about it, but um, I'm just reading the uh, article you wrote here about how it got phased out due to poor population or poor performance. Could could you chalk this up to just shit leadership too? Like regardless of of the race, tenth plank of the Communist Manifesto is public education. Okay, so Pearson, you are one of the people who thinks we shouldn't have schools at all, and everyone should be homeschooled. By Jesus! I don't know where that came from. Sorry. Pearson, uh, talk to me. You're new to the show, right? Or have you heard it before? Yeah, that would be a good idea if we could homeschool our children, if we can get the family structure back in place. Why don't you just do that then? And not and not and not uh, focus this world uh, country on individualism and get back to you know tribalism and back to families and and let the races tribalism. Race and we'll take care of our, we'll take care of our own people. Okay, so um. Well, I mean, you have that right to do that. I mean, you have that option. And 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 the, there, the amount we would, of like we'll, we'll never have that option. We won't. We won't never have this that option in this country because the Jews won't allow it. That the actual people, people that actually run this country, the Jews that actually run this country, the president doesn't run this country. He's just, he's just a pretty face for a camera. You know, you're looking. Okay. You're looking oh. at the super rich. They're the ones that run the country. The super rich. It's not necessarily the Jews. It's the super rich. But oh my God, guest number four left the chat. Oh, guys, tell him I love him. He he contributed so much, or she. Why am I being an asshole? Well, Pearson, you're writing that you listened to before. Um, let's see, um, Pearson. If you want to call in, feel free to. Uh, if you want to talk. Um, the guy that's on is quite good, and you should be so lucky he's being nice to you. I've always been gracious to Dragon. We disagree on certain things, and we will go back and forth on certain things, but I feel like I've been pretty cool with him. Dragon, feel free to tell me that. If I haven't, feel free to tell me. I don't mind. No, you've, um, you've been a good host. Yeah, I mean, like, it's... I mean, yeah, thank you for coming. Like, dude, even if we fucking disagree with you, like... Or, it's fine for you to come back here. Um, I've, I've met a lot of people on here. And Pearson, like, I I, tr- I would try to, like, you know, offer you the same grace as well there, bud, um, if you want to call in. But if you want to um, if you want to stay on the chat, that's fine, too. Guest number five writes, be nice to Pearson. He's a friend of Pastor Martin Lindstedt. I don't feel like I'm being mean to him. All right. Anyways. Um, so Pete Emsky, you were writing that, um, you know, when the school opened in 1964, it was probably over 90% white. Well, that's speculation. That's speculation. I would, I would love for you to like provide some data on that. Like you just now 
uh, graciously did with what you with the Canarsie data and all that. So if you can if you can let me know that, that's fine. And I will look into this myself as well. But like my own experience, I dealt and I was teaching for a short period of time in an African American neighborhood, and I found them really gracious. I found them lovely, and um, and um, so I wh- whatever was happening at your school, Pete Emsky, I just I think there's something else that was fucked up or fucking up a little bit. Anyways, uh, Dragon, uh, we have another call, and that is from. Our old friend, Naj Radio. Naj, you there? What's up, man? How's it going, man? Um, I don't know how long you've been listening. I put out the topic tonight of what what's high school like for you. Now, we have this dude named Pete Dembski. You know who Pete Dembski is, right? You guys have talked before. Yeah, yeah. I actually talked to him uh, about a week ago or so. So he's describing, he went to a school in New York City. Uh, he has some links here. It's Canarsie's, and I don't know much about Canarsie, but whatever. Um, he has a school, he, he he went to a school in New York City, and he just said that that's what made him hate black people, because they were awful to him. Now, what I said um, was that I, I was teaching uh, a, a teaching very briefly in an African-American neighborhood, like like all African-American in a school, it was a public school, and it was a lovely experience. Everyone was, like, great, open-minded, well-behaved, all the things you look for in students, like the staff, also predominantly African-American, great people. Anyways, that's all. I'm just I'm just catching up on, on all this. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, so Pedemski's saying it was an all-white neighborhood. But you haven't – Pedemski, you're, you're just speculating right there. I don't know. Do we know that that neighborhood was all-white back in 64? We don't know. It really but whatever a difference though. It, I mean, the main the main question you'd have to ask is what were the economics before and what were the economics after. So if you had a situation yes. where jobs or whatever factories or whatever was there was gone and things changed, then that's what you get, black or white. Yeah, that, that may be that may be for adults, but we're talking about children going to a free school. Uh, and we're not talking was, about grown ups. Well, that's where they come from. If you come from a very nah, you poor... can't blame economics. You know, everybody's given a, a, a sound. Most most people in in on the planet are given a, a a mind to be able to determine what's right or wrong. They make the decision to do wrong. You don't have nothing to do with money. Rich people Look commit now. crimes just just like poor people do. Uh, of so course, it's not it's not, it's not the economics. Well, I, it, it's I was... the way that they are. Well, you can tell me it's not the economics, but I guess if we went around the country district by district and looked at arrests and looked at uh, education levels, I think my side would kind of correlate with the truth more than yours would. No, no, your side is that way because your 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 race is a savage race. Well, I mean, whatever little crazy look, stuff you look, look, got look, in look your at, mind, look that has the, nothing to do with look reality. The, no, look so, at the... Look at the curve, the IQ curve of the black race. The IQ curve. So you think you just, think just average, IQ average? You think IQ is a legitimate representation of anyone? Really? Of course. Because if that's of the course, case, you look at, look at the look at the industry. Look at look at look okay. at the Oriental people. I, I guess we're going to very, do this. I'll, I'll let you talk and then I'll talk. So go go ahead and finish and then I'll I'll wait till you get done. Well, I mean, you can look at you can look at you can look at the IQ averages. Of, of different cultures worldwide, 
and you'll see that the blacks have lower IQs, they have higher crime rate. I mean, they, they're just they're just a savage race. They always have been. Yeah. That's <laughs> why that's there's why when they congregate, dealing with reality, look at the city, and then look there's at the point city, of dealing with ideology. Look at look at any large look at any large city that's predominantly black. It's a shithole. That's just that's the way they are, and that's so, what we've always been. Economics, you Professor could drop off, Dragon. You drop off a million dollars, Professor Dragon. I think your research is a little off. I think it's based on emotion no, it's not. and what you feel towards no. black people. It's you can drop off, nonsense. you can drop off, a, you can drop off a million dollars right in the middle of a damn ghetto. They'll buy rims for their cars. They'll buy them some drugs. None of them will buy a bus ticket out. And the, oh, I, I, guarantee you, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, none of them will buy a bus ticket out. And if I and if I dropped a million dollars off in the trailer park, they would turn it into a thriving economic center for growth. Is that? I don't. What I don't know. I have no idea. No, I don't live in a trailer park. I don't live. I, in a trailer I didn't park. say I you no did. Idea. I didn't say you did. You made the you made the assumption that if you dropped off money in a poor neighborhood, they wouldn't be able to do too much with it. Probably so. I'm just saying that has nothing to do with race. That's just a, a poor mentality. If you drop it off in any other poor area, you get the same results. You think they wouldn't buy trucks and damn double wides and whatnot if you dropped it off in the trailer? I bet, I, I, bet, I, I bet they look for I bet they look for a better a better house. Oh my god! Most of Look, man. You know, like whatever problems I, I, you have with black people, man, that's that's your situation. But that doesn't have anything to do with the rest of the world. If you have this ideology and you you decided this, that's that's all well and good, man. You can live with that. But that doesn't determine anything. Facts are facts, man. You don't have facts. You have emotion, and when you deal with okay, emotion, well, what are your what, uh, you're still what are your facts? You're not telling me any facts. What you're are just the facts? Everything's facts. Okay, well I just told you you can go you can go district by district, city by city, and you can look at the job growth and the job opportunities there, and you can also look at how many people are going to go to the prison. It's, it's, okay, it's, let me it's let me ask simple, you. It's me, a simple study. It's not a hard thing let, to do. Okay, let me ask you. You take the you, you take, drop off. Hold on, hold on. No, just hold. Just let me finish my point first. Yeah, you guys gotta let each other talk. Come on. You know what I mean? Well, what's up, Hey Project? You take the whole area of the Midwest, what used to be a thriving, you know, robust economy. You're talking about manufacturing jobs where people could actually work with their hands and really, you know, raise a family because of the money that they were able to make. Now, as we've seen over the last 20 years, those jobs are gone, and what has the Midwest kind of deteriorated to? You've got a lot of growth in one city, but the rest of the major cities are pretty much struggling, and you have a lot of crime, and you have a lot of people going from schools to prison. It has nothing to do with what race you are. That's where we live. That's what we are. So if you don't have opportunity, that's what you're going to have, crime. Now, if you want to correlate it to race, man, you yeah, yeah go ahead, man. No. Whatever makes you happy, brother, but no. it has nothing you, to do you, with you, every, every human was given a brain, and they know right from wrong. Now, this is just getting elementary. Every human is given a brain, but it depends on your circumstance. If your circumstances are a certain way, no, maybe you're that, willing to cut corners given, more no, than others. No, that's why, you're given, that's why you were given feet so you can walk away from the circumstance and build a better life. Okay, so all, these, so all of these guys selling crystal meth right now in poor white neighborhoods, they don't know the difference between right or, right or wrong, or they don't have many opportunities. No, they don't. They, they and, don't. And they, they need to go to jail. They need to go to jail. They need to go to jail with the rest of the damn uh, lawbreakers. 
But, you know, so there's, there's, so, okay, there's so many no, blacks in prison you, you, now. You, 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 what's, your what's your answer for them? What's your answer for all these counties in Mississippi where all these white guys who don't have opportunities like they used to have are, are reduced down to selling crystal meth and whatever to make a living? You're going to go up to them and tell them, well, you don't know difference between right or wrong? That's your answer? No. Okay, so what's your answer to them? Because you, you seem to want to play this little race game with this and not look at things in a real way. So I want to know, what, what's your answer for the state of Mississippi, poor county I by no poor idea. county, I all don't Republican know nothing. I don't know nothing what, What's about, your answer? I don't know nothing about Mississippi, so I, I couldn't tell you. Okay, let's go to Alabama but, then. But as we, for, we can, as for, we can move right on Alabama to either. state. Okay, then. So, I don't know so let's, nothing, get, back don't know to, so let's about, get back to reality then now that we're done. I don't know anything about the, I don't know anything about the meth trade, so I couldn't tell you. You don't know anything? Okay, if you don't know anything about the meth trade, you know that it's going on, though, right? Of course. Okay, so you think they're doing that because they don't know the difference between right or wrong, or they don't have other opportunities? Nobody wants to be a drug No, Nobody I just think, wants I just to think they're lazy. that their mother was not proud of. You think they're lazy? I think they're lazy. Ah, okay, I see. Okay, so now we're transferring the stereotype to young white males. So you think that the average young white male now is lazy? Not that he doesn't yeah, have opportunities I, like we were, we were talking he's about, We were talking about, no, we're talking about meth dealers, I thought. Right. We're talking yeah, about we're meth white. dealers. Yeah. Okay, but That's you just said now about. we're just talking about young white males. Okay, well let's let, okay let's let's stay on topic then. Let me let me uh let me go ahead and take away that last comment I made. Let's just say strictly meth dealers we're talking about. You think they don't want to have their mother proud of them? Their people and their family proud of them as a man? It's not sure. right or wrong, man. It's opportunities. It's where you are. You don't judge people by where they are, man. You judge them by how far they've come. So if some guy in a trailer park is selling crystal meth to get by, it's not because he thinks it's a good idea. It's because there's not many opportunities avoided to them. Right, but they can walk away from the bad opportunity and find something better. Man, that sounds a lot, that sounds that. real good until you actually li- live in it. You know what I mean? So I'm just saying, just just take that. Uh, I don't even hear any sympathy in you for white males, so I know you'll have none for black males. But w- no, when you take bit. that situation, just understand what they're dealing with, man. It's real easy to say, why are they doing that? You, you know... Like Dragon, what do you Dragon, think would happen? What do you think would happen to? Okay, go ahead. So you you kind of always say that you're not racist and that you 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 are motivated by a love of your own race, but like when it kind of comes to it, like basically the argument is that you're saying that blacks are a savage race and because are, of the okay. crime that's happening. It's proven. But like whenever you start like, when, wait, hang on, hang on, everybody, hang on, everybody. So, but like whenever something else is brought up that's parallel, like white folks doing crystal meth and selling crystal meth, which is just as savage, like you, you kind of back off from it, and then like all of a sudden you turn on them. So if you truly love your own race, no, why wouldn't okay, you like, try? Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Look at look at let's look in black on black crime, and let's look on white on white crime. Oh we're, my we're the god, it, it, it does happen. It happens. Are we really, are we really there? there? No, but Dragon, can I answer? Uh, let me ask my question. Let me, let me ask my question. What? Hang on, 12, shit. Let me ask my question. Of their, of why, why don't you have love for like the? Oh my god, why don't you have? Why don't you try and help at least the white people in trailer homes who are dealing crystal meth? 
I know that not all you know, of there's, you there's no, like, there's no, you? I don't know because there's no fucking trailer homes around me, so I don't have no idea. Yeah, you can find FBI statistics about every negative black thing that you want to proclaim, but you can't find any white ones. That's funny, and, and you brought up black-on-black crime. Let me, let me ask you three questions. Who do you think is killing Chinese people in China? I have no idea because I don't live there. Okay, well, who do you <laughs> think is killing <laughs> Italians in Italy? Who do you think is killing Italians in Italy? Still don't have no idea. Who do you, who do you think is killing Brazilians in Brazil, man? Again, I'm I'm you know I'm I'm in oh, this oh, country oh. here, so I have no idea. I don't I don't research okay. international topics. Okay, so who do you think kill, is killing Montanans in Montana? That's this country. I have no idea. Okay, look, man, you kill where you live. Basically, is what I'm saying. You kill where you live. If you live in a poor area that's mostly black people, the person you kill is more than likely going to be black. If you kill in a white area that's mostly poor, the person you kill is going to be white. It has nothing to do with black-on-black crime. Most of the people who are killed are killed by someone of their own race because that's who they live by. There's not this huge influx of black people killing white people out here in America. I think I need to try to push more guns into the inner city so we can get, get rid of more of them. I mean, if, if that's what you think the answer is, man, do what you got to do. Somebody in the oh my God. Dragon, murder dragon, rate, dragon. The murder rate in Chicago is more than one very, very, I'm very, very happy that the amount of black-on-black crime is as bad as it is, and I'm very happy that the prisons are so overpopulated with blacks, you know, I just sit back and laugh my ass off. Hey, man, no, dragon, I'm happy. Go ahead, brother. Doesn't Wait, hang on, hang on, guys. You, I'm you, sorry, I'm sorry. Savage race in in any demographic you look at, the blacks are a savage race. They're savage in prison. You look at Detroit; they're they're destroying the city. Look in in in, in L.A.; they're destroying, they're destroying the, city. the city. Anywhere you go, they're destroying the city. That's that's amazing. So Detroit, which used to be the Detroit, Detroit, which used to be the engine of America as far as manufacturing which that manufacturing business died, and then you're left with the remnants of it. Then you want to talk to the remnants of it and ask them about how they're living? That's nonsense, man. Dragon, well, I it's understand easy when you, when you have a rich city. You, are, but you, look at, you, you look at, you look, uh, let, me give, let me ask you a question. Go ahead, sir. How, how do you think the blacks would be if welfare was stopped completely? I mean, nothing. You don't get shit. What do you think the well, blacks would do then? Well, to be honest, they would, go their normal, they would go to their normal way of life, their, their norm, the way their brain normally thinks, and they would rob and steal because they're savage. Well, Dragon, you're just feeling your, you're feeling your KKK day today, but it's nonsense. But like, like I said, man, if you took away welfare today, we're only 17% of this population, period. The ones who are on welfare, if they weren't, if they weren't able to receive it, they find a way, man, just like... Back in the day, man, welfare yeah. wasn't they, always. They would, they would find a way by, with crime because that's all they know. Now, let's flip that question and say the majority of welfare recipients who are white, if, they t- if you that's took true, their welfare actually. away, that's true. what would happen? Excuse me? Probably the same thing. So, so what are you saying then? So how does that – so how is that a no, – I was just I was asking you about black people. But still, you know – this this is the yeah, biggest sure problem. This, this is the biggest problem that we have. No matter what race, 
is a social construct by small groups to get over on larger groups. That's the biggest thing. Think, Everybody is small, human. You think you think you think racism is a uh, white. You, you think you think that being a white racist is a small group. Yeah. The corporation you're, that I work for, twenty four hundred people. Twenty four hundred people. There's 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 no blacks in upper management. And this is Dragon. Actually, day, yeah, if I, well if I can chime in on this. Hold oh, on, oh, let, let me finish this, though. Let me finish this. Yeah, you know what? Dragon, and, you're and talking about Dragon. They just, know, they just know where their place is. You're talking about people who are prejudiced. They're not racist. They don't have the power to affect people, so no, they're not racist. You and your little clown group and your get-ups and hoods, you're just prejudiced. You don't have you know any what? power. You know what? You're not racist. I mean, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Well, now, you come to a fucking rally and you call them a clown group. Come to the okay. rally and say that. You come to my hood and tell everybody here they're a clown. What's the difference? What does that I, mean? I probably grew up in your. I probably grew up in your fucking hood. I grew up just outside D.C., man. I'm well, what from you Atlanta, man. Talking about? I know what the hood is. Atlanta ain't Atlanta. fucking hood. Atlanta well, okay. ain't hood. Well, if you say so, man. Shit, I come to Atlanta all the time. I go to Atlanta all the time. Good, man. We're hospitable people down here, man. Atlanta ain't shit. Okay, guys. Guys, calm down. Hold on. I, I just got to interject something that's, that came up that's kind of interesting. So, so um, no, I'm, I'm enjoying this conversation, actually. It's a very lively conversation, so just, just give me a second here. Um, Dragon, Dragon and I had a conversation a couple of weeks ago, and he mentioned about like how we talk about corporate America. He works for a corporation, and he basically mentioned that like a lot of upper management is not it's – it's all white men. And you know, he sort of mentioned that like most corporations are like that. Right, and Dragon himself, you've participated in that a little bit, haven't you? Yes, I have. Like you, okay, you have. So, so now, Naj, I would say that like that is racism being exercised actually on his part because, yeah, he's not he's not like at his job in his fucking clan robe, but like this is like something that points to wider yeah, America the and the, the wider world between, of America. Hang on, hang on a second. The Fuck, stop interrupting me. Hang on, everybody. Just just let me make my point. So basically, like this points to like a racism that's happening that's kind of hidden, whereas like these these leaders, these management, these managers and owners and CEOs of these corporations, they're not out screaming the N word, but they are being racist by like these practices that they're enacting every day of their life. Even just by virtue of like we have a black employee and a white employee, the black employee, the moment I I think he's going to screw up, I'm, he's out. Whereas the white employee. I'm going to give him a little bit of slack. And, Dragon, you mentioned that you did that, right? I do that. Yeah, I do that all the time. I try my best uh, to fire one nigger a week. I try every fucking week to fire one. And, I, and it usually happens. Every fucking week. So, this, this, oh, so like, guys, do you, do, you understand, do you understand my point that, like, and, Dragon, you mentioned that, like, most of corporate America is like this when you really look at it. Like, there's not a lot of upper management. I, I, work, I, work for one of the, I work for one of the largest corporations in the world. I mean, we're worldwide. And it is that way every every place I've been to, every every damn corporate office I've ever been to, there's no blacks in upper management. And, and thank God for that. Yeah. They might have, well, let me get that wrong. They'll have their, they'll, they'll have their token black doing something, but, but it's, it's meaningless just so they can look good for, to, you know, to get their, uh, uh, keep up with their, uh, what the hell was that damn thing they started years ago? Thinking of quotas. That what you thinking of? They're 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 uh what the hell is that shit called that Reagan got started? Uh, affirmative action. 
so they can oh, look good for their affirmative action pictures. You know, but, but this they, is they, they this is how I promise you, I promise you, the black race will always be second. I promise you that you will never, never gain control of nothing. Not even the presidency, right, guys? Because the super, like I said, he's just he's just a pretty face for a camera. The super rich run this country, not not Obama. But then yeah, he, the, you piss the super rich off. You piss piss super rich off. They'll impeach him and they'll get somebody else in there. That that'll dance the way they say to dance. Yeah, man, uh, it's it's just interesting to hear Dragon's thoughts, man. As far as uh, him saying that there's racism in certain corporations, yeah, of course there is. Is, is that something that we're really worried about and scared of? No, that's something we've been dealing with since we've been here. It's not a big deal, man. It's always been here. It's always been that way. That's not something that we're focusing on. So I'm just, like I said before, man, race, no matter what, is a social construct in order to separate people and keep them divided and weak. And when you have a group who's on the bottom who looks like the group who's on the top, it's a lot easier to attack the other groups. So you'll see white supremacist groups attacking blacks, attacking Latinos and things like that. When right. they have no ability to get any power, the people who are on the top don't give a damn about them and actually call them trash, is, you know, as, as you know the, the stereotype to be, what they call uh, poor white people. So it's just amazing to me to see how well they do this job in getting poor white people to be angry at black people. We don't have your money. Be mad at the people who have your money. Be mad at the people yeah. who shipped your jobs overseas. Be mad at those people. Don't be mad at black folks. We ain't got your stuff, man. But, yeah, man, I've, I've, I'm surprised, though. This is a more spirited conversation that I've had with Dragon than uh, the last few times I've talked to him. But it's interesting to hear him talk this, this Savage Nation stuff, man, or Savage uh, Race stuff. It has right. no scientific backing, uh, no real, I don't know, no real meat to it. It's just nonsense. Call you, let me ideology. ask you something. Let me ask you something. Let me ask you a question. Please, if guys, guys, hold on, hold on. Off, <laughs> Man, if, if, hold you, on a see, if you can see the chat room, the amount of scholars you have in this chat room is amazing. Guess 12, 10, and then we've got Marty in here uh, who's making all kinds of comments. Naj, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question, Naj. Go ahead. If you drop the white person off in the in the in the very, very middle of the worst part of Atlanta's, quote, hood, and you dropped a black guy off in the most whitest part of the country, who do you think would have a better chance of not being attacked? Well, with that question you just asked, it was very unbalanced. Are you saying a white poor area, or are you saying a white wealthy area? Yeah, a very fuck, the very poorest of the most whitest city. In oh, the very well, yeah. course of the black city, who's going to be who who's who is going to be the safest one to get to to be able to walk out of that inner city or or well, poor part of the city? If I'm if I'm going to answer this question honestly, I'll, I'll take it all the way back to the beginning and say, first of all, it depends on the guy having having the I guess you could say skill to 
get out of there. No, I'm, I'm just talking. talking. He just just moving. just walk. I'm talking about just, just walk. walking. Not, just not, walking. Not 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 do any kind of swagger. Nothing like that. Just walk. Don't look at nobody. Look straight ahead and walk out of the city. Who do you think will be the safer, the white guy in the black city or the black guy in the white city? Um, I would say the the white guy would be a little safer. <laughs> well, you want to know why? You want to oh, know why? Oh man, I, I'll tell you why. In most ghettos and urban areas, as that that statistic you brought up earlier, black on black crime. One thing criminals in ghettos know: white bodies bring a lot of police. And one thing drug dealers do not like is a lot of police. So they definitely That's do true, not want to kill a white person in there. They don't want to kill a white person in their area because that will usually shut down their business. Now, as far as if it's a young white kid and he's around young black males, as far as teenagers, as far as, like, just beating him up, yeah, that's more likely to happen in that black area. Now, you take that black person in that poor white area, where something could happen to them and we can never we we might not ever find the body or know anything about it, that's definitely more likely. But uh, sure like I said it. before, man, you you're talking about economic situations, man. If you if you put somebody in a bad situation and then become surprised that they raised a bad child or a bad product afterwards, the problem is you, not the people you're uh trying to <laughs> study the problem is you. It's bad parenting. It's bad parenting. You know the parent. The parent. Bad parenting goes wrong. Goes along across the board. Look, wh- why do we have the, the white and black? We have that, white that. and black parents here across this country who raise and teach their children, and we have foreigners coming from Asia and Africa who do better education-wise than both groups because they have a strong family structure. Well, it's, it's it's that and a lot more, and that would be uh, just the animosity that a lot of poor white people have. In that, this that's right that's now. where that's where I say before we need to get rid of this individualist mentality that our country has. See, nobody wants family anymore. See, there we go. Now that's self-control. Cool. That, well, there we go. That's something we agree on. You know, we get back. We get back to to whatever whatever God you believe in. Get back to the family get back to holding your entire family accountable for everything that they do and, and start living life. I truly believe that, that whites should live by themselves in their own part of the country and, and blacks should live in their own part of the country. Uh, well, and, and the, the answer to that would be we tried, we tried that before. People weren't happy with that, man. Where, where did we try so, that? So, uh, guess number 14 <laughs> is writing, Dragon, that you, it sounds like you just want to keep women uneducated. And you do, don't Pretty you? Well. Like, you, you, you don't believe in women having the same rights as men do. You don't believe in them, like, sort of getting jobs and all that. No, I, That's think, correct, men, right? I think men should provide for their wives, and, and the women should, should be, be, you know, be the ones that nurture the children at home. Why not? And I understand. Take away their vote I understand too. in today's life. I understand. Should they be allowed to vote, world, Dragon? They, they don't. They don't have the means to do that anymore. That's that's another problem that we have. Should they be allowed? Well, let me tell you something, Dragon. Like, ha- Dragon, hold, hold on a second. Like, you're sitting here, like, you're you're um, you're celebrating the family structure. Like, I I grew up in a household where my parents were married, and it was a horrible marriage. 
And that, that affected everybody in the fucking room. So, you know, like, it was a fucking horrible marriage. And a lot of, like, people within the family structure, there's a lot of domestic abuse and stuff like that. There's a lot of shit going on that, that's right. evil. So, like, I mean, just, just to say that, like, oh, well, the family structure's been broken down. It's a lot more than that. That's fine. I get it. Like, but uh, give me a fucking song, strong single mother over, like, two parents who don't give a fuck about their children any day of the week. And guest number 12, HP, you're not even white, you mongrel. Yeah, suck my dick, you idiot. Okay, guys, in the chat, you are welcome to call yeah, but, in but to the even, show. Even, even more hey, hang on. Hang on. I, I, I got to do, like, a mid-show announcement. Sorry, man. Um, so but, you guys uh, are welcome to call into the show. If, if you want to uh, back up what you're saying, please feel free to back up what you're saying. If you don't like what's being said, call in. Because guest number 12 and Marty, you're just, like, saying random stereotypes. And uh, you're just trying to, like, sort of dehumanize people. And I'm not trying to do that. I'm not trying to do it. I disagree with Dragon on a lot of things, but I'm not trying to do that to him. In fact, we were talking about his background and fucking, like, trying to goddamn, like, understand where we're coming from here. That's what I'm trying to do. So, like, I disagree with a lot of what he's saying right now, but it's fine. Yeah. So, like, if you Uh, have something to say, like, back it up. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, uh, I would just say, man, an interesting read is uh, The Souls of Black Folks by W.E.B. Du Bois. Uh, uh-huh. Written in close to the end of the 1800s. Uh, no, I want to say uh, close to the beginning of 1900s. And in that book, one of the things he said was, middle class blacks will never see more than poor whites because that's the way the city was structured. And poor whites, or middle-class whites will only see the worst of black people because that's the way the city is structured as well. And still to this day, we have that same setup in every city. You go to Martin Luther King Boulevard, you can be assured of yourself that more than likely it's a high-crime area. Yeah. Um, right. It's just funny. Yeah, how right. we and the and, same, and the weird thing about the same same city setups, and it produces the same results. Poor white people mad at black people. Uh, poor black people mad at everybody. You, you've got a strange situation to where a hundred years later it's still the same thing. Tanaj, I have a question for you then. Thank you. Um, what can African Americans do to take back their community and take back like their? Because I mean, I don't think it works either that. And this is something that I challenge a lot of people on the left and a lot of people of color and a lot of, like, you know, LGBTQ people. Like, what what can everyone do? Because, like, what's happening is that, like, it's like, oh, well, this fucked up because of, like, the white, you know, the white male structure. Well, At some it, point, it all, it's like, it, what, what can we fucking do, man? Well, it, it all comes back. The, the biggest burden is on the middle class, black and white. Black and white middle class. At a certain point... Okay they have to stop accepting the crumbs from the tables of the elite in this country. And when I say that, I mean basically that they are the ones, through their votes and through their spending, who allow the manufacturing and other industries of this country to disappear and then afterwards shriek in terror as the poor people uh, make their areas, you know what I mean, more violent and dirty and, you know, destroyed. So at a certain point, the middle class of this country has to stand up and say, look, we want opportunities for us and we want opportunities for the poor 
so people don't have to resort to so much violence and so much ignorance that we have in this country. You cannot have a capitalist system and not allow big segments of the society to participate. If you do, then you have what we have now. You have to let these other people play the game. Otherwise, we got crime and we got people being driven to vote and to think by fear. Most of the people in white supremacist groups are scared of black people. That's a big problem. They shouldn't be. No, These are American no, people raised in wrong. thinking the same way that you think. So you shouldn't be no. scared of them. That's, that's a big problem. So, so Dragon, Dragon, I have a question no, you're, for you. You're wrong. Like, what, what, I just have a question for you, Dragon. When you recruit for the clan, like, where, like, what's your, um, where do you recruit from? Do you recruit from poor neighborhoods or middle-class neighborhoods? I guarantee you that no, I can actually, actually, actually... Wait, wait, wait. I just wanted to answer this question. I'm sorry. You really don't know. You really don't know, Nash. We have a very, very diverse culture, or a very, very diverse group of white folks in the particular clan that I'm in. You know, I'm I'm not from a fucking poor neighborhood. Uh, and most of the guys that I know that are in the uh in any of the leadership positions, they're not from poor neighborhoods, I promise you. You know Dragon, when we talk and, and about going going back to board. going back to what you're saying, going back to what you're saying about uh, you know, Martin Luther King Boulevard is just about in every hood. Yeah. If you look at that road, they all lead right out of the fucking hood. They got feet. Get out of the fucking hood. Make something of yourself. Every every damn every damn MLK, MLK Boulevard I've been to, drive straight out of the hood, out to the uh, to the where the jobs are, out of the damn city. Out, you know, get on the interstate, get the fuck out. But no, they dragon, 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 dragon. Okay. So let's say 50 people in that area take your advice and say, I got to get out of this neighborhood. That will change things. And they get out. So the right. people who are still there, still perpetuating the same violence, same ignorance, same attitude, same everything else, it still goes on. So that's not a solution. Of course, always, it's no, just no, like hold, a, hold on, man. Just hold like, on. Hold on. Let me finish. Dragon, let me finish. You offered as a minute a couple of minutes ago as family solutions being the real real issue here, not individual thought. So right now you're offering an individual thinking solution. One person needs to move. That means the area stays the same. We need jobs in America, period. People need opportunities, period. Until that okay. happens, we will have what we have. You can talk all the nonsense you want to about whatever. No, no, I'm not done. Poverty in a trailer park is just as generational as it is in the ghetto. Why? Because of lack of opportunities. This has nothing to do with you trying to make character assumptions and everything else about poor people. I like poor people because I know those kind of people. That's where I'm from, and I understand the good and the bad of it. But demonizing the, the bad of it doesn't fix anything. The only fix will come with people having opportunities. Until that happens, okay. we're going to have trailer parks, ghettos, and barrios. Let's stop buying. Balls, dude. Dragon, let me speak on my show. Fuck. All right. Sorry to yell, but, like, guys, we need to, like, not yell at the same time because it's actually kind of makes for a boring show. So just well, let me speak. And let's, let's go, like, one at a time, all right? Okay. So this was a question I, I was trying to bring up. You know, Naj, you brought up MLK Boulevard. 
Um, and then you brought up, you know, the middle class advocating for the poor. Now, Dragon, you know, I don't know how wealthy you are. You're probably not in the 1%, but you're not poor. You've made that no, clear. No, now, you're, not, you're, you're clearly not advocating for the poor white people. Um, and Naj, what I would say to you, too, is that, like, the middle class, white or black, they're not going to advocate for the poor. They're just not. So this is my question. What can the poor do? Like, what, what, can, what are some steps that they can do? And, and it, this is not like some, like, like, Republican bullshit, like, pull yourself up by your bootstraps or walk out of the town. Like, what are some things that, like, poor folks can do to build up their communities, to build up something positive? Like, what are those things? Because, like, if we keep if, – if everyone keeps waiting for the outsider to come in and say things like, you know, like, Dangerous Minds or some shit like that or, like, these other, like, fucking, like, Why You Save the, Saves the Day films – Liberal it, you'll be waiting forever, man. And like, look, look at how nothing ever changes. So like, what I'm trying to like figure out is like, what what can the poor do? And this goes not this is not race based. Poor whites and poor blacks, poor Mexicans, poor Asians. What can they do? Because like, you can't wait for opportunity from other people anymore, man. Well, it's not about waiting for the opportunity. It's about the poor pushing the middle class to make that stand. I'm, I'm not saying that the but poor not going sit to. back and wait for that to happen. No, that, well, look, put it like this. At a certain point, that greedy middle class that we have in this, in this country, one thing they do always represent is their own interests. So after oh, a yeah. while, when they keep understanding that those jobs from before aren't coming back, they will understand that, look, we have to improve our communities, and the only way to do that is to provide opportunities for these other areas. There's not, there's not a thing to where, okay, this poor community is going to become united and decide to fix the whole community. You can't get that many poor people on the same program in a capitalist society where it's about money because after a while okay. they're going to go to individual uh, praise and opportunity. So that's why you're going to have what sure. we have. We don't change this unless we bring jobs back, period. We can right. talk all and the kumbaya I know, I know an easy man. way to do that. Job. I know an easy way to do that. A very, very simple way. If it doesn't say made in America, don't buy it. I'm with you on that. I mean, way yeah. and that goes for every, every, every economic class. Way too simplistic, man. Don't you understand that Pretty there simple. are companies right now who send things to Mexico? to be put together and then send them back here to be boxed and put Made in America on it? It's, that's too Sh- simple. Uh, of course. Chevrolet and Ford are, are one of them. Uh, the, right, right. <laughs> good call, good call. But that, that's what I'm saying. So our communities are under siege. And by our, I mean all American communities are under siege. And until we make the stand to stand up to these wealthy people who move our jobs overseas, this is what we're going to get. We have to have the oh. backbone to do that. American citizens, so, black, white, Mexican, whatever. Quick, quick note, quick note. Okay, so guest number 14 is writing, the, the MLK in my city is nice as hell, so that's a false premise. Next. And she's saying, why do, I don't know why I think you're a woman. For some reason I think you're a woman, and I'm just going to go with that. Um, both of you need to think about individuality. Race has no physical basis. You are both lumps of meat. I don't know what that means, but... Okay, you were trying to ask can, can I can I speak to that? Okay, Wait, hang first on one second. Of all, hang, hang, hang on one second. Hang on one second. She says educating black women would shift the culture in a positive way. Agree. Education. No, how about reforming slavery? Prison. They are right now. 
Um, dude, why am I the only one talking about education in the conversation about lifting a population? We were talking about conversation a little bit earlier, guest number 14. I was trying to talk with Dragon. You, you missed the first part. Hang on, hang on. Sorry, I got to go into this. Also, guys, guest number 14, this goes for you as well. Call in. Call in on your phone. I won't know who you are. It will be anonymous. You don't have to volunteer any information. If you want to debate anything that's been said here, please call in. I love that. We love it here at the Hate Project. So, Colin, because like, I mean, it sounds like you know, while you're dissing all of us, um, and you're writing, what is this host talking about? What you were saying before, you know, I do try to help as, as many disadvantaged whites as I can within the company that I work for. If they can fill the spot, I'll arm. Dragging your humanitarian. I guess, we're, we're, I guess, we're, we're, I guess we're, you call that work. Where I will okay. not give, anyway, where, where I will the not com- give a non-white the same opportunity. I'm sure you won't. I've never, I've never hired and, a and I'm sure never. you're in the you're in the boardroom making that decision, Dragon. I'm sure you are. But guess fourteen. Uh, no, that was that was interesting. What she said. She said every MLK is not what I said. Okay, not one hundred percent. But would you agree that for the most part that's what you see in poor areas? Okay, yes, that's true. So, okay, it's not 100%. I'll give you that. But if you're talking about something to where it's like 95, I mean, oh, we're splitting hairs here. And then as far as her uh, idea being education, that's what the whole Occupy Wall Street movement was about. You had white college students coming out of school and couldn't find a job. So you think if black women reach a certain education level, these jobs will just appear. This is about jobs, man. This is a capitalist system, so it's about capital, period. We have to have capital, and I mean that in all areas. I'm talking about the poor white kids in Mississippi down to the poor black kids in the south side of Chicago. They need opportunity. It's easy to demonize somebody who's poor and doesn't know much, but it's a lot better if we figure out a way to where they can earn a living. Until then, we're going to have to deal with what we have to deal with. And it's, there's no oh. easy fix to this. There's no quick fix. There's no, okay, if this class of students graduates college, then they'll go back and fix everything. It doesn't work like that, man. This is what we've been dealing with for a long time. We have to fix so actually, um So actually, um, Gressmer14 wrote an interesting comment. Sorry, my, my chat is slow, as usual, guys. Um, you wrote, put black girls in a room with a science teacher for four years and watch what happens. Okay, um, and then you write, what is the black guy think about my lump of meat comment? Guess number 14, I don't know what your demographic is. Are you a black woman or black guy or a woman of color? Or... But Zora Ball, did you guys hear about that? The seven-year-old who created this mobile video game app. I'm posting this shit right here. Feel free to like have a, the host have a look at this. A seven-year-old black girl who created this great uh, mobile app. Seven years old. Yeah, but I'm in see, my 30s but, and I can do that but, shit. But uh, host of the Hate Project, who is black, according to Marty. Marty says you're black, which is <laughs> which is funny. It, it becomes a problem when you start dealing with that being, whole. Excuse me, being it becomes a problem when you start being a Jew. But no, Whatever. it becomes a problem when you start looking at people as some kind of uh, special anomaly. Uh, you say, okay, this young black girl did this. Not because she was black, because she was a smart no, kid. No, I, I wouldn't no, no, no. I know you're not saying that, but that's the that's the state that we are in right now. We have things happen, and we say, "Oh, see, a black kid can do this." We already know that. As the person who 
who posted earlier said we're all lumps of meat. Yes, that is true. We're all lumps of meat. Race is just a social construct used to keep people from what we have as far as the benefits of society. As long as we yeah, can sit up and, and take that, that's what we have. Guess this is 14, about the American man. people standing up to the to the wealthy in this hey. country, and that means black and white. When I say the wealthy, I'm not just seen. talking about white people when I say that. Yeah. Well, yeah, guess number 14, like, lumps of meat is not an insult. Like, we were, we were all no, no, in our ass and not sacked at one point. So, like, you know, get over yourself. No, I guess Like, I, I like your perspective, I and I like what you're saying, but come on. Don't, don't be – like, this is a mix. Like, this, this chat, and I wish you all would call in because, like, I, I like the conversation that's happening between uh, you and Dragon, and I always admire both of your contributions to this show – but this chat is fucking retarded tonight. Like okay. it's it's like this this self righteous idiot here. Like well, it's lumps not of only meat. That. we're all lumps it's of meat. The, the problem You're not is better than a lump the of people meat, in the chat. The people in the chat. We got silly people and making stereotypical comments retarded. about nothing. One guy says, yeah. uh, "Ban all sports for underperforming schools." Naj won't go for this I'm because. I've never heard in my life. Yeah. Like, what, like, guys, like, no, that was, that you was, think that's a solution? Like, like, like fucking stereotypes that like basically they're told it's bullshit. It's all bullshit. <laughs> but, guys, I appreciate <laughs> your participation. Please call in and please keep listening. Um, Sports like, is the only place in America where the person going for the job doesn't have to worry about somebody in a back room hooking up a cousin, uncle, or friend for the job. Blacks excel in sports because they're in the worst areas and they play against the best competition. Black people are not naturally faster than white people. They do not jump higher than white people or any of that other nonsense that you've heard. Black and white people are the same. There's a reason Larry Bird Bird is who he is. If they practice at it, anybody can be good at it. I mean, that's just outright truth, man. This is outright truth. Now I got Axemaker telling me I'm a sellout. Axemaker, I work work in poor black areas. What do you do, man? We don't want to take sports away from the children because then they'll start getting fat like the rest of the kids are getting fat that don't exercise. Yeah, man. Like I said, man, all all of these things, no matter what, one thing thing is 100% guaranteed. Race conversation in America will always be – sensitive point that gets to the point of people becoming angry, willing to fight, sometimes willing yeah. to kill. Now you have to ask yourself, why is that after all of these years? Why are we still at that point? How come it hasn't gotten any better? Well, I have a question, and this is something I, I don't know if you guys ever listened to the show I did with Roman. He was a guest host with me. He's a, he's a transgender um, from female to male. And we were talking about this, and he, you know, he's very like a lovely, lovely, lovely guy, lovely like left wing dude. But like, I, I keep, I, I was challenging him on this a little bit, and I've been challenging people on the left a little bit about this. Of like, we continually don't break out of the victim cycle, you know what I mean? And there are reasons for that, but like, as human beings, for some reason, and this, and when I say we, like. It's it's white guy like rich white guys are sitting here like claiming victimhood and like oh look look how they're demonizing us but like the people who are truly being oppressed like how do you like how do you how do we stop letting like shitty comments or sensitive 
sort of shitty conversations stop breaking us down. Because do you know it's like do you remember like the Michael Richards thing from a few years ago where he, he screamed the N word at a comedy club? Any of you yeah. remember that? Anybody? Yeah, I remember that. So, how do we get to the point where it's like, oh, that that fucking Kramer from Seinfeld said something stupid? All right, cool. I'm over. Like, you know, like, I, I'm moving on. Like, yeah, that's a shitty thing to say. I'm not gonna like ever watch Seinfeld again. But all right, dude. You know what? I'm like, like, how do we get to that point? I know this is a this is a fucking com. It's a complex situation more than I'm making it out to be. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I, I would say that the answer is uh, what people say about science. Uh, a lot of scientists say that you can judge progress by gravestones, meaning a lot of old ideology has to die, and a lot of old yeah. men who think certain things have to die, and the younger people who have a more enlightened vision have to come and you know step to the forefront. So that's pretty much what we have. All American progress is based off of that, especially when you're talking about black people. All black people's progress in America is based on spilling blood. Everything we've ever right. accomplished or gotten in this country is based off blood spilling. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Frederick yeah, Douglass, yeah, his famous statement, to... power can seize nothing without a demand. Well, for black people, that included blood, too. So the right to vote and right to everything else, everything included blood. So it's a sad situation, but I, I just think some of these older people who grew up around one segment of people and didn't know others, they just have to die. And the younger people, as they grow and evolve, things will change. It, it, it won't. It won't never because you will never be able to kill a, a person's belief. There's always going to be somebody that will pick up the sword and keep it going. I, I, I feel what you're saying, Dragon, but I feel like there will be lesser and lesser of those people. Like right now. If you decided you were going to do a Klan march in a big city down, uh, you know, the biggest boulevard there, the reaction that you get is totally different in 2013 than what you would have gotten in the 1960s. Of course. Of course. You know what I mean? So that's that's all I'm saying. The thing about it is most, you know, the the middle class white folks that may sympathize with, with the Klan or any white nationalist or national socialist, They've gotten to a point in their life where they have acquired stuff and they don't want to give it up. So they're they're not going to publicly come out and say, hey, I don't like black people or I don't like Asians or I don't like faggots or or whatever. Because they know when they say the wrong thing and they lose their job or or, their house gets raided and all their their computers and shit get taken. They just don't want to give up their stuff. There's not nothing... You know, nobody wants to sacrifice, and I'm talking about all races. Nobody, nobody wants to sacrifice losing any of their stuff in order to, to stand their ground and stand, stand for their beliefs. That's why we have a million actually, different like, types of activist groups. Okay, well, let me put it like this. And that's where, you, and that's if, where, if that's you where, have, if where, you have 300, if you have over 300 white supremacy groups in America, which you do, that means you don't have one singular powerful group. You have a bunch of small splinter groups who and aren't can, as powerful. And, and I can so give that, you, and I can well, give you the well, answer that. Well, that would be that would be a that would be a kind of an explanation that your group is not as popular as it was before. So that means that it's easy to say, okay, well they just want stuff, so they won't join us, or they've grown up around other people and don't really uh, take your agenda as the truth. 
You're not as powerful as you were in the '60s. Uh, what was what was that guy Rockwell? What Rockwell was able to do in the '60s, he would never. What was his name? George Lincoln Rockwell. George George Lincoln Rockwell. George Lincoln Rockwell. That's it. He would never get the profile that he got back then. Now, because I don't think he would find the same support. Now we got this guy Axe Maker accusing me of being a sports house nigga, shucking and jiving for his Jewish overlords. Axe Maker, please call in, man. Explain yourself. Don't just make silly comments on here, man. Just call yeah, in. Yeah, Axe Maker, if you, if you want to call in, feel free to call in. If you want to call in on your phone. He says Alex so... Haley was a plagiarist. That is true. Alex Haley did plagiarize uh, that documentary and book Roots. He did plagiarize. Hey, 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 you want to know something? I have an autographed copy of that book that Alex Haley Wait, signed what? my grandmother years ago. Yeah, my yep, I got that book. He signed up my Alex grandmother Haley. when he when he when he stayed when he stayed in the hotel that she worked in in no, D.C. Not that, homie, I'm smoking. He signed a, he signed a book. He signed a uh, copy of Roots that she had. We actually gave her one. Wait. Yeah. So why didn't you? Why if you really believe what you've been saying all night, Dragon? Why didn't you? Yeah, burn it, Dragon. <laughs> No, I mean it's it's, it's literature. Yeah, see what capital does to a person. A person who hates black people it. as much as dragons still wants to hold on to that book, hoping it's worth some money. Yeah, <laughs> amazing. Oh, I mean, grandmother stuff. Don't you remember he he uh, he he likes Tyler Tyler Perry films? Yin Yang, Yang Twins was that the other music you listen to these days, Dragon? What's that? Dragon, do you still have your Run DMC uh, cassette tapes? You know, it's music. No, I don't have that stuff anymore. That was stuff that I had when I was a child, and then they were like cassette tapes, and they just kind of kind of faded away. Yeah. Right, but uh, okay. Uh, I mean, if you were if you were a man of your word, you'd burn that fucking book. No, that's that's <laughs> stupid. Burning burning a book is stupid. Really? That, that, that's stupid. So if somebody Boy, gave you a copy of biography. Autobiography of Malcolm X. What would you do with that? I would keep it. It would probably be something good to read. It's a great book, actually. I saw the movie. Yeah, okay. If the movie has any truth to it, the movie had any truth to it, you know, it'd probably be a good book. But I don't know. Well, you saw Malcolm X. There's usually not much truth in in books that were or movies that were made from the book. You know, because they gotta they gotta glamour it up a little bit so everybody will like it. Movie's a good adaptation of the book. I can't believe you've seen you've seen Malcolm. You went and saw Malcolm X. What like you have to he owns the roots, no, <laughs> autograph copy of roots. On, uh, and Dragon, Dragon, you don't hate on, uh, <laughs> Was that not <laughs> HBO or something? It's one of the HBO specials years ago. Oh my yeah. god, that is amazing, Dragon. I'm, I'm surprised, man. So you own a copy of Roots. You've seen Malcolm X. But you maintain that you hate black people down to your core, man. But, hey, if that's how you feel, that's how you feel, man. Hate is your problem, not mine. Yeah. Not me. Well, like, look, I mean, this is, this is, um, guess number four, uh, guess number 14. I'm sorry, I haven't been following the chat here. You're saying that something is, something is a lowest form of black art. What are you, what are you talking about? Can you just repeat what you said? Hold on, I have to like fucking. <clears throat> what they say, uh, HP? I missed it. 
Well, she's saying, I'm going to call, she, I guess it's a dude, but I, I'm just going to keep calling yeah, her. Yeah, it's a guy, man. God. Okay, so whatever. He's saying that is the lowest end of black art. I don't know what the fucking that fucking means. Um, are you talking about the movie Malcolm X? Or is he maybe, talking about uh, Roots as far as it being plagiarized? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. That's common knowledge, man. Uh, yeah, oh, Roots. Big payment okay. out to the original author who was, I believe it's Hor- Harold Colander, something like that, some shit. Oh, really? Yeah, he wrote a book called Africa. And, uh, well... Just to take it full circle, it was found out that Alex Haley was naval intelligence. And if you really think about it, he's the man who interviewed Malcolm X for that autobiography. So what better way, if you're a CIA or FBI, to monitor Malcolm X back then than to have one of your people pretend to be a friend writing an autobiography about him? So Alex Haley is an interesting character in black history because... We don't really know for sure that he was an agent, but the evidence pretty much seems like, uh, seems to be that that's what he was. That's a fucking trip, man. I didn't know any of this. Where'd you find, like, how'd you find out about this? Uh, somebody told me that years ago, and I looked it up, and it, it was all true. You can find it tonight. Just Google it. It'll pop up. But the weird oh, thing about it is dude. you think about what the TV show Roots did to this country, because that was uh, late 70s, early 80s. You're talking about a period yeah. where Ronald Reagan and that group was demonizing poor black people. So you would yeah. think they were hoping that the outcome of Roots would be the, you know, a situation like when MLK died, where you had rioting all over the country. So I'm, I'm guessing, right, right. just my own guess, that, that's the best assumption I can make from it as far as what they were trying to do with it. But, yeah, Alex Haley is an interesting character, man. Yeah, Very interesting character. Like I said, I, I think he's an agent personally, but I can't prove it. Yeah. How was Reagan? How was Reagan demonizing? Black uh, well, uh, I guess you could say his infamous call of the fake uh, black ghetto welfare queen driving around in a Cadillac. That whole that whole story that they pushed him announcing his nomination in Freedom, Mississippi, <laughs> where they didn't like black people too much. Oh yes. That's who Reagan is, man. You can't run from his record about who he is. If you want to make Reagan some kind of saint, go ahead, but his record doesn't say that. And I don't know. just think just about this know. country that we live in. The most liberal president in the last 60 years is Richard Nixon. That's how bad That's true. That's how bad this country is right now. Yeah. So guys, uh, somebody was asking uh, if if you have to pay to call in. You don't have to pay to call in. You can call in over if you have a if you have a Skype account. Uh, you can call in through that. If you don't, um, you can just call on your phone. And uh, yeah. once again, like you know, it's an anonymous show. You don't you, you won't be incriminating yourself. It's it's about being honest without being getting in trouble. And so calling on your phone, it will show like the state that you're calling from, and that's it. I'm like you could have done your phone in fucking like Pennsylvania and you're calling from Spokane, Washington. None of us are gonna know the difference. Right. Call uh, yeah, make a statement, man. I mean like none of these if you're if you're worried about like the the jackasses in the chat room, I don't think they they can get together to uh to come at you. Right guys? I'm not baiting you guys. Please don't go after anyone. Seriously. I don't know how much you people are 
My, 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 thing, my thing, though, is, is if they have all these feelings and all this pent-up anxiety and anger inside, why not call in and express that? Yeah, I agree. Man. Why sit up and just put stuff on the chat about how black people are this way, black, white people are this way? Why not just put it up, man, and let us know what you think about, you know, all this little yeah. simple-minded so guess, thing guess, you're posting. Guess number 25 is writing, okay, so the number is 724-444-7444. Yes, that is the number. So, um, and then guest number 14 is saying, yes, let's focus the topic, please. Let's talk about white culture. Um, guest number 14, what do you have, what do you have to say about that? What do you have to say about white culture? And if so, can you call in? Yeah, but I, I think we get into problems when we start talking about black culture and white culture. If you're talking yeah. about America, you're talking about American culture. And in American culture, no, no matter what, money seeps through all walks of life. And that's what people are, man. Everybody is up for sale. That's that's what we're living with. Everybody's pretty much up right. for sale. They're willing to sell out whatever integrity or morals that they have in order to get money. And, you know, this is American sure. culture, and every American is close to that. Every one of the people on this call sat up on Saturday mornings and ate their cereal and watched cartoons and seen all the different commercials about what they were trying to sell you. That's how you were indoctrinated. Right. Everybody. That's me included. When I'm thirsty and want a Coke, I think it's my idea. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. It's advertising. No, you're right. You're right. Um, but, well, like, so here's here's a more positive thing I would say about American culture. It, it really is, and I know everybody in this room, except for probably one or two of you, is going to hate me for saying this, but American culture is not white culture. It's It's a mix of every culture that has been through this country. And that even means, like, you know, the the iterations of white culture. Everybody. Let me ask you a question. Do you Holy think everybody. Do you think, do you truly think that multiculturalism is going to work in this world? It has. Really? It has, dude. Yeah. I don't, I don't see, I don't see, when you know, we're talking about the, you know, I was talking about before of, of the, uh, let, let's take Detroit, for instance. Are the whites in Saginaw, Michigan, inviting the poor blacks to come up with them and, and offer them a job? No, they're not. Multiple because they don't have the wealth. Work. For one, they don't have the wealth to do that. For two, it's probably not in their heart to do that because they're American and singular in their thinking. So, no, you you right. can't expect them to do more than other people would do. So you can't blame the people in Saginaw for what's going on in Detroit. Detroit is what it is. It's a crime scene. We have... In this country, yeah. lost in the last 10 years 2.9 million jobs to China, which picked up 2.7. So mm-hmm. if, if we're willing to we buy, that, this is what we get. Right. If we're and willing everybody to accept rushes that, this out. is what we get. And Pearson says because of black people. No, not because of black people, it's because capital black. now can move quicker than labor can. So if you can move a job overseas and pay somebody $1.50 an hour, you're not going to pay people in Detroit $15 an hour to work on the line because you can do it somewhere else. That's that's just the way this thing is. So we have to decide whether we're going to become some kind of protectionist country, which uh, what's, the, what's the white guy, uh, old guy, Ron Paul, has been advocating, or continue down this road that we're on. Yeah. Well, Pearson, Pearson, you're writing that, I, uh, that I'm supporting the uh, National Front, and I'm not. I... You guys should tune in at the beginning of the fucking show. I actually explained what the show's about. And in fact, 
And I know you guys, I, I want to, I'm just going to announce this again because I want to see some heads explode. I'm going to be having an anti-racist uh, activist Hello? On in the next Hello? few weeks. Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? Hey, um, I'm, a, I'm a top member of the Northwest Front. Um, I'm uh, yeah. Glad to have sorry, you on sorry. here, brother. Uh, glad to have you on here, brother. Thank you. Nice right, to yeah. uh, talk to you as well. Sorry about that. Um, I'm, my, my chat's really slow, so I just can't see who's calling in right now. Um, cool. Uh, you, have you been in the chat the whole time, or are you just now calling in? No, I just came in about five minutes ago. I was looking at all the different people's chatting, but I haven't really contributed to that so far. Okay, so um, I, don't, I don't know much about the Northwest Front. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Uh, so this is the Northwest Front by uh, Harold Covington. Do you know Harold Covington? Uh-huh. I only know him because I found out about Access Sally, Access Sally, the uh, former porn star, and she right. had an association with him, and then like she broke up with him. Okay, so, so, okay, I, I know, I know what organization you're talking about now. So the Northwest okay. Front uh, wants to create a separate white ethno state in the Pacific Northwest, and they're you're doing it. Only because Hello. Sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, so I said the Northwest Front wants to create a separate white ethnostate in the Pacific Northwest. Okay. And um, so, uh, you know, I, I highly recommend that you read some of Harold Covington's uh, fictional novels about this matter, um, Freedom Sons, Hill of Ravens. I mean, you can just Google Harold Covington or go to the Northwest Front website. I know who, he is. And I know who he is. That up. Yeah, but you can I find the novels on, on the website as well. Just, just as a recommendation. Okay, so Arizona. I'm just going to refer to you as Arizona, and we don't Sounds know if you live there or not. We don't, we don't care. Doesn't matter. So, how, what, what steps are you taking to create this uh, this white paradise? Well, at the moment, we're just recommending uh, white Americans to move to the Pacific Northwest. Okay. We're uh, um, we're we want racially so how- white Americans to move to uh, Washington. Oregon, Idaho, or even Wyoming or Montana. Um, Somebody taking a piss? <laughs> Hello? Damn. <laughs> Who's taking a piss? The you dragon? Nope. Wasn't me. I'm sorry. Is there... Can you hear me? Yeah, who's taking a piss right now? Is that Naj? Naj, sorry, you? Naj, 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 I got Naj, distracted Naj. by the comments from the gentleman. No, no worries. Okay, fine. I just want to know who's doing that. Okay, whatever. Okay, so Arizona, I, I, so what has the response been so far? Like when you go up to white people or like you flyer or whatever, like what do you, <laughs> what's their response? Well, the problem with the Pacific Northwest is that our white population is quite liberal, which is a problem in terms of uh, recruiting members. You know, they're not really that racial as yet. But we're working on it, and we have a lot of uh, racial migrants from the south and other places where they are a lot more pro-white. Let's put it that way. I, okay, so I have two questions for you. Yeah. So you're trying to like force some sort of settlement in this liberal section. Why don't you go to another? I'll let you answer this first question. Why don't you find another part of the country like uh, <laughs> the Dakotas? Oh man. Well, uh, you know, the, the Pacific Northwest is. Um, uh, is overwhelmingly white, which is the reason why we chose that place. Um, the, I mean, the South but has people are not more, wanting, They don't want your fucking country there, so why don't you go to the Dakotas or Texas or 
you're, you're, just, you're just confused by the media. In the end, all that matters is is, is, is your race. Your race is your nation. Yeah, but, when, okay, wouldn't, but you, wouldn't you say that the white people who have the means have actually already created suburbs that are pretty much lily white and don't have to worry about it anyway? So the people right, but, you're talking about are poor white people who can't afford to move in areas like that anyway. So doesn't this defeat the purpose? It's, it's not that expensive to move. And, you know, it, it's the rich whites who have betrayed us, you know, with the 1965 Immigration Act. You know, we don't care about the rich whites. We care about the poor working class whites. That's good to hear, man. <laughs> and then okay, they so, do, the, the Northwest Front does try to help. No, know, I mean, that's honestly, relocate. that's good to hear. I mean that honestly. Okay. You know, they, where are you from? Where, where are you from, got... Arizona? I'm from Arizona. I'm um I'm uh, one of the leaders of the Northwest Front. <laughs> I don't wanna I don't wanna go into it any more than that. I hope that's okay with you. You don't have an American accent, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not I'm not asking for details. So what what kind of accent do I have? I I'm in, I'm interested. It's you, different. you sound like you have like kind of like a weird like German like a watered down German accent. Yeah, it's definitely different. Let's put it this way. I'm European. Great. Uh, okay. Well, let's. Okay. So you were not born in this country. No, I was not. More interesting. A person comes okay, over. Okay. Good. Okay. That's all. That's all. Okay, guys. Uh, let me let me clarify again. It's it's an. I'm I'm not trying to fucking get details to incriminate you. It's an anonymous show. I'm trying to get honest fucking expression. That's what I'm doing. So. Right. But sounds well, like you don't, don't have American accent. And we're not. We don't advocate anything legal. We just want white white people from all over the world to immigrate to the Pacific Northwest. That's all we want. <laughs> but, but, but uh, okay, Arizona. Oh, um, man. This is the, hilarious. Uh, guys, guys, my chat is slow in the chat room, so don't be offended if I'm not responding to um, everything you say. Um, but the, the population there has made it clear that they don't want that. So why don't you move your uh, white state to another fucking part of the country? Which part of the country would you recommend? <clears throat> I don't know. You got to do that. You got to do that research. What are you asking me for? HP, are you <laughs> saying that his plan to go to a liberal area and convert them into white nationalists <laughs> is a bad idea? Is that what you're trying to say? I do address. I mean, sorry, before we go on, guess what's called and saying, he's saying, I like to hit HP right in his face. Um, you don't mind me asking you. You're, you're a white man, aren't you? Who, me? Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm I'm everything. No, um, you're I'm a white actually, man. I'm pretty sure. Sure, you could. Yeah. Um, <laughs> why, why don't you? I'm actually, uh, I'm actually a presidential. Why don't you come home? <laughs> why don't you come home? <laughs> oh man, this is amazing. Uh, you were like, guy. can I? You were like I a just, diehard thing, dude. <laughs> can I just comment real quick on the, uh, the I'm first serious. question I'm that Dragon raised? Uh, Dragon raised the idea of uh, multiculturalism and diversity didn't work. The reality of it is that's what the earth is based on, man. Uh, if you remember earlier time in America, we had something called the Dust Bowl where we had people planting one crop only and it ruined the soil. And what they found was when you included other crops into that area, it made the soil rich. Why? Because diversity is biology. Humans are humans, so they must mix together. I have an answer to that. I would like to answer that, that, that point. Go ahead. Um, so I am a supporter of diversity and multiculturalism. 
And because I support diversity and multiculturalism, I feel that the different races should be separated. Because if you mix them all together, you know, what happens when you mix paint together in all different colors? You know, there is no diversity. There's just one color. Does that make sense? No, because you're talking about a stationary thing. People aren't stationary things. People have different moments of enlightenment and knowledge and ways of living. There are some people on this call who in their teens and college years were drinking, smoked-out druggies, but later learned to change their lives because people are different than stationary objects. I'm talking about plants because they're actual living things. Yeah, but they don't. Oh, sorry, guys. I'm, I'm reloading my chat. So hang on, everybody. Um, I'm reloading. We're talking uh, about the human oh mind versus versus. Oh my plan. god! All right, fuck it. I'm gonna I'm gonna start muting you guys if you don't if you talk over me again. Uh, I'm just now seeing uh, guest number twelve is saying he wants to punch me in the face. HP is mongrel. HP is mongrel. You know what? Call in, you fucking pussy. I don't need that. Fucking call in. By the way, follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash the hate project. Okay, so Arizona. Right. I'm um, here. Yes. God. You know, it's, it's funny. Like, you, you go from, like, being, like, a watered-down German man to like, to, like, a white guy impersonating a Japanese guy. That's how your accent sounds. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't and think also, like, all uh, of you, all of you, like, all of you beeping here on my fucking chat, you can suck my dick. Like, like that, that's, some, that's some chicken shit stuff. Um. It's uh, all right. Whatever, man. I, why am I even getting mad about this? Okay, so guess so. Arizona, like again, why can't you go to a different part of the country or go to another country? Why should I go to another country? <laughs> because they're not from here. Well, because uh, you're advocating changing this one. How do you come somewhere and decide you're going to change the way this Harold, country is structured? Harold Covington is going somewhere else. Harold Covington is a leader, not me. His point is just as invalid. You can't decide because you want to to change the whole structure of a country because you decided. There are no kings and queens anymore in that. Wait, let, let me let me clarify. You know, we have nothing against other races, but the truth is, we feel that the white race is the perfect race. Oh my God, man! <laughs> Where have you can't been? Fault living? Him, can't fault no race is perfect. Every race has their share of raggedy people, man. That's just reality. No, we Every picture, race, we picture an all-white all white society where there'll be no crime, there'll be no pedophiles, <laughs> no rapists, nothing. Oh, my God. Because they're white, they're immune from <laughs> criminal behavior. Man, why don't you make up some brochures? So now you're promoting utopia. You can only do have. in your group to provide utopia. Get out of here, man. I mean, they already have HP. HP is white, and he knows that he'll never commit a crime in his life because he's white. <laughs> well, guest number 12 uh, has, has mentioned that I'm a mongrel, so you're kind of – don't be so naive, Arizona. Oh, my God. Are you okay, so Arizona, again, again, what – okay, so what has been the response of the people who do support you? Like, how, like what steps are you taking to make this happen? I oh, well, uh, you. Harold Covington has a, a radio show online every week called Radio Free Northwest. It's, it's on usually every Thursday, and you can he, he uh, places it on his website, the northwestfront.org. And um, so you know, we're, we're slowly recruiting members. All right. Very slow. You know, like, 
I, I um I, I love you know like you I'm detecting like a, a like a Scottishness in your accent now. I kind of keeps changing, so like. Man, who it's is very this charming. guy, man? He's got different accents. This guy. This guy's know, amazing, man. I'm a white Look, man. man. That's all that's relevant. As, 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 long as, Ameri- as, as long as American people allow other groups, and by other groups I mean the wealthy, to point at another demographic and tell you that that's why you're in a horrible condition, then we will continue to live the way we're living. And no, don't accept one point. that as a solution. No, I would like to, I would like to clarify stuck. one thing. I would like to clarify one point. Yes. Okay? Um, I, I do disagree with Harold Covington in one point. Now, Harold Covington, you know, after we established this white ethnostate, he wants to either um, uh, deport the non-whites in the Northwest or kill them all. And I, I, don't, I don't advocate violence. I'm against violence. So I, I, I disagree with Harold Covington. <laughs> okay. So, Dragon, um, Dragon, you, you, you've expressed the same wish of, like, having a, a, a white sort of, like, place for white people only. Like, so are you going to go along with Arizona here? Of course. Okay, well, like, I mean, if you guys, like, you see, like, all all the fucking turds in the chat who are, like, talking shit to me, like, I'm actually helping your stupid fucking cause. Like, I'm helping unite you people. Like, so, like, Dragon in Arizona made a love connection. So, you know what? Like, they can exchange emails now. Congratulations. So, Arizona, contact Dragon, and y'all can, uh, move to this area where people don't want what you're selling, but, hey... Well, I'm, I'm guest 25, so I'll be in the chat room. Okay. Okay, great. Yeah, you guys can connect. That's it. <laughs> Again, okay, Arizona, like, how are you going to pull this off? Like, it's going to be a miserable experience for you because when you relocate to the Pacific Northwest, these people who are white, mind you, are going to attack you and not want you to be there, and they'll give you a hard time. How are you going to be attacking? I'm white. I'm white now, attacking. Okay, hold hold on one second. I I got a call coming in. Guys, guys, hold on. I got a call coming in. Why is he muted? Charles, you there? Yeah. Sorry, guys. You there, Charles? Yeah. How you doing? I can hear you now. How you doing, buddy? All right. How about yourself? Huh? How about yourself? I'm... You... you, uh, If you've been listening, you can... You can... yeah, you know, yeah. a little bit of stress there, huh? Yeah, so... Um, you know, there's uh, a, lot of, a lot of Asians in the Pacific Northwest, a lot of people of uh, Chinese and Indian origin. And, uh, you know, if our leader, Harold Covington, had his way, um, he would just uh, kill them all, so it's all right. In wait, all wait, right, wait, wait. all right. Arizona, Arizona, Arizona. I need to let go Charles ahead. speak. You just... Okay, so, okay, okay go mind. Thank you. Um, uh, and HP, I guess we refer to you as. That's how you prefer to be identified as Hate Project, or what? Uh, I'm the guest host. I, I was former presidential candidate, abortion McDiarrhea. I had a failing um, presidential candidacy this past year. Okay. Well, and, and guys, guys, if, if you want T-shirts that say "Abortion Hitler" in 2012, I, I still have them, so I, I can send them to you. So, so go ahead, Charles. What's up? Okay, just just how, how do I refer to you there, sir? You can call me abortion or Mr. McDiarrhea. McDiarrhea? Or, or okay. okay, I can go with McDiarrhea. That'll work. 
All right. Yeah, yeah. That's my last name. <laughs> I dare say that was not the family name that you that were born under, but that's okay. That's okay. Um, All right. Well, get to your point. What's your, what's your yeah, name? Yes. Yes. Um, um, the, the the people that want to um, uh, segregate, uh, including the white supremacists, there is a difference between segregation and supremacy. But um, uh, the, the the segregation level needs to happen under the the Anglo Amer uh, the, the the traditional Anglo American common law, which allows for smaller jurisdictions to 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 experiment with different models of governing. Uh, uh, and then if it works, if they've got consensus at their smaller jurisdiction level, they, then they can move on up to the precinct and the county and and, and the state level, one step at a time. We don't don't have to argue about whether Arizona or Oregon or, or uh, one of the entire states should should be segregated and should kill all the other races. You know, the people that are advocating that kind of intellectually bankrupt garbage should um, uh, uh, they need to start trying to do it in their own smaller local neighborhood association township level jurisdiction uh, under general common law principles. And if they've got a pure white common law township jurisdiction established, then they can try for a precinct level jurisdiction. And if they've got that established, well, good level, good luck trying it at the county level, which is your next higher jurisdiction that you're probably not going to get it. Okay, what do you guys think about that? What's just gonna say? More, more, more the same nonsense, just lighter in tone. He's not calling for killing, but he's calling for separation, with the idea that if you get all of these white people together in one area, that things will just happen for them. But he's still missing the point of they don't care about you. That's why they shipped your jobs overseas. They don't care that you're a white man. They don't care. white person. They don't care about the average white person either. That's why they ship their jobs overseas. They don't. Care. The average white person isn't responsible for your jobs going overseas. No, they're not responsible for it. They have to deal with the consequences of it. I'm saying, you're saying that if you just get in one white area, that the benefits will will roll in and you'll be a productive area. No, I'm, I'm not talking about that at all. You're the one talking there, about uh, uh, segregation here being the solution to all our problems. Well, okay, I, I get you then. I get you then. I, I thought you, I thought you were taking the line of you want separation but without violence. I was saying if you're advocating for separation, then you're missing the whole point that they don't care about you either. That that's why they ship those jobs overseas. They care about dollars. They have no no idea or no sentiment to helping poor white people. They don't care about them as well. That's that's all I was trying to say. We we have a real bad place right now as far as our mind and thinking the way history goes. America is always has always been built on losers. First, you had the Indians. They lost their land, it was taken. Then you had black slaves working for free. Then after that, you started to import other minorities and use them for the lowest amount that you could pay someone, which equals the Mexicans now. Our economy is based off of losers. That's the way it's always been. And until the population rises up and says we won't have this anymore, then that's what we're going to deal with. So you can make all the 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 pie-in-the-sky wishes you want, move to Oregon or wherever else you want to, you're still dealing with the same damn demo. 
Can, can I have a handle, a name, or something to refer to you there, sir? Najman. Go ahead. Najman? Naj. Naj? Yep. Okay, That that's, yeah, you're just on the phone line there. I, I think I see it at the bottom of the chat window there. That's okay, Naj. Yeah, we the, okay, so we the people, are you there? Yeah. We the people. Oh, oh. Is that me? Am I we the people? All right. And we the people. There's somebody named we the people calling in. Are you Put there? The huh? Put the pipe down. <laughs> Put the pipe down. Put the pipe no, down. I, I do want to. I do want to mention something that's pretty important. Matt Hale. Wow, I haven't seen that name Hello? in years. That guy's from my hometown. Matt Hale. White yeah, okay, sorry, go from ahead. Peoria, Illinois. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, sir. I know who Matt Hale is, yeah. Um, now, there is one point which I would like to bring up. Yes. Um, Harold Covington, which is, you know, who is leader of our organization, has one major enemy, and uh, his name is Patrick Huang. Patrick Huang, okay. What's his name? Patrick uh, Huang, okay. Right. And, and so Patrick, Patrick, is, Patrick is an American, um, and uh, he is uh, a very well-known anti-racist. Okay. And um, he's against violence. And, you know, if you know Harold Covington and if you read his novels or, or listen to his podcast, you know, you would know that Harold Covington is uh, a really violent person. And he, if he can get a chance, he would, he would, he would definitely kill non-whites. He's kind of like that skinhead mentality. Now, I'm against Harold Covington on that. I, in fact, I don't associate myself with Harold Covington. I'm more, okay. I'm for the movement, the migration, but I'm strictly against violence. So in that sense, I, I'm okay. actually an ally of Patrick Wong. Okay, so, so let, me, let me, like, I have a question for you and then a question for everyone. That's the same, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, well, hang on. Dude, I've barely gotten to talk on my own goddamn show. Um, listen, okay, so, so Arizona, once again, I just have to propose this to you. Do you have any, um, do you have any other ideas if the Pacific Northwest doesn't work out? Well, I think, I guess uh, you don't. You know, no, there is another idea that a lot of white nationalists are looking at, and that's the PLE idea. I don't know if you've heard of it before. Uh, Pioneer Little Europe. Great. Okay, you know so what that you, is? Okay, like, okay, so like, hang on. Let, let's say if that works out. And this is a question to everybody. Is it is it a bad thing? Like, if these guys go nonviolently to form this white paradise, they want to be left alone. Is that a bad thing? Naj, do you think that's a bad thing? Hey, if that's what they want to do, they're free to do it, man. If that's what they want to do, I definitely know what's going to happen after they do it, though. Yeah. High crime, low income bad areas what it'll turn out to be because no business will be associated with it because they'd have to deal with the stigma of being close to uh, a racist organization so you pretty much make a a white ghetto that I guess they could be proud of because they could say they're all white yeah. together so yeah, I mean it's after, after it's not a solution after if they do all congregate what's going to happen is going to turn from a racist system to a classist system and it's just going to start over Pretty yeah. 
Well, you got to pass that class. The, the until 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 we get rid of until we get greed out of our hearts, we're never going to be able to sit to. to get no, I, I disagree. I disagree. I disagree with what Nod said. I don't think there will be white ghettos because if you look at the crime statistics of of our country, America, um, there's not a single white criminal. Ever. Not a single white criminal. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, no, no. <laughs> let, let me clarify. I'm not. I'm not trying to be funny. No, uh, where do you people, get these statistics, my man? Well, no, no, just are funny. No, no, please, let me clarify. Who are classified <laughs> as white and war criminals are actually either Hispanic or are they Jewish or they're mixed race, but they're not actually white. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, who, who's that? that? That's Arizona speaking? Right. That's Arizona. <laughs> yeah, that's Arizona speaking. <laughs> he claims to be a white man? Oh, man. I am a white man. Hey, you're, you're not an adequate spokesman for the yeah, white race. You're too damn stupid. They would, they would, they would definitely, they would definitely. If they I'm being honest. They had the I think you're stupid. If they had the opportunity, there's no criminals in the white race. That that is just so stupid. I mean, what are you using for brains, man? No, man. I think I don't even think you're white. I think you're a Jew. Well, something like that. Charles, are you too? Let me throw out a statistic that works with what he's saying. Up until 1950, no white man had ever been convicted of killing a black man in America. That don't mean so he's not guilty of a, a crime. Oh, of course, because it happened all the time. I'm just, I'm just using well, his silly you, ass. You're, you're silly saying one thing and then arguing something else, man. That that ain't fair <laughs> arguing. That's not honest debate. <laughs> I'm just using his silly ass analogy. Well, man. that's not healthy. You're you're, you're burdening off of stupidity to make more stupidity. That is no, no. If you look at, if you look at, well, no, hold on. No, let me ask you. If you let me finish, I'll I'll say that all that meant was that white juries weren't willing to convict white people, and white counties weren't willing to indict white people up until no. 1950. Well, you're right. up. Hey, hey look it up, man. I'm not here to tell y'all lies. Look it up. Yeah, we're picking on the whites way too much there, brother. <clears throat> I'm picking on the whites? I don't think yeah, the whites are. You're making no, arguments to vilify whites, and it ain't going to fly. Wait, wait, hang on. Hang on. I, made, like, fucking... I made bogus arguments to vilify yeah, whites? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's not true. No. No. He's, I, he's saying that, 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 that whites didn't commit no crimes. No, let me clarify. Let me. Let I didn't me say they didn't commit no crimes. Proposition, man. I said convicted up until 1950. Well, he, that was your modifier. Your initial convicted. statement was way more bold. Convicted. <clears throat> that's the truth. Look it up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Jeez. Actually, like white people did let, let, let me clarify my point. There, there was well, no point in what you said. What you said was nonsense. You, you said go, no white convicted. You said no white committed a crime. That's nonsense. Well, the people who said they were white and who committed the crime were actually Jews. It's like the slave, the slave owners. The, Look, the, man, how many Jewish members. people do you think are in the USA, man? You think all Jewish people are the ones convicting all white crimes? It's nonsense, man. Let's go to the next topic, man. You you really cannot trap that out as a legitimate topic, talking right, to anybody. Let's just read that. Yeah, 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 read a little bit. Okay, guys, guys, hang on. Everyone shut up for a second. It's... Okay, so we the people, are you there? Everyone be silent except for him. We the people. 
people going out of the woods on fucking phones. Seriously. All right, so Arizona, what what was high school like for you? <laughs> uh, high school was interesting. There we go. Uh, um, I uh, I was part of the NSM in high school. Is this is this Kenneth Man by any chance? Am Uh-oh. I Kenneth Man? Yeah, are Uh-oh. you Kenneth? Kenneth Man. Uh, no, I'm not, I'm not from Minbusters. If that's your question, he's been outed. Okay. All right, go ahead. So high school is interesting for you. What, what I was part of the NSF. Okay. Uh, the National Socialist Movement. Okay, great. And so, did you go to high school, or what, what's what's up? Okay, is, was that was that supposed to be an insult, or? Huh? Were you trying to no, insult me? No, he's not insulting you. He's not insulting you. He's just okay. I'm not, no, not insulting you. Question. I, I I did go to high school. Yes. Okay. I sorry. This. Sh- Look, I make jokes and I razz people. I'm sorry that you guys are so sensitive, and I can I can see the sensitive that you extend to all humanity. So so sorry, everyone. Well, um, let me see this. The, the extinction of the white trees is not a joke. It's not something to be laughed at. The extinction the extinction of the white race. <laughs> oh my. Okay, God. Arizona. Where did you go to high school? Don't don't tell me the high school itself. Or like just tell me like just tell me like region of the high school. In. You know, I, I'm not going to give any specific details. But I will tell you about my high school experience. You know, when I, I was in high school, um, you know, the one thing I noticed was that, you know, like the white students, they, you know, they never did anything wrong. They were all really decent. They are all really polite. But all the non-whites, whether it's Asians or, or Mexicans or blacks, they're all, all, all completely opposite to the whites. So, so Arizona... So, so this is an objective you, opinion. You like, None of the whites like did anything wrong. Amazing. <laughs> now, guys, he, he, this... I think Arizona's a shape. I think Arizona's a shapeshifter. He sounds Pakistani now. Um, Pakistani? That's an insult. I'm I'm not a non-white. Your fucking accent keeps changing. You understand that? I'm doing that on purpose because I don't want you to know who I am. I, I, I got a question. How are you proud of something you had nothing to do with? You didn't choose what skin color you have. You didn't choose what eye color, hair color you have. How are you proud of something you didn't accomplish? Well, I believe in reincarnation. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm actually Buddhist, so. Oh, you're a, Bo- you're a Buddhist white supremacist? <laughs> well, Bu- Bu- Buddhism is a white religion. Buddhism hey, can, I, can I chime in? Can I chime in? Can I, whoa, can I chime in? Go for it. Dragon, you got to hold the fort, man. What's up with your man. side? Man, you need to quit while you're ahead, man. You're just digging a hole deeper. Yeah, you're really starting that, to sound ridiculous. Are you saying that to me? I'm saying that to you. A, a Buddhist racist, that, that's that's oxymoron. No, no, let me, let me explain. You don't know white history. Oh, man. How the fuck do I not know white history? <laughs> you don't know nothing about me. How, how would I not know white history? Okay, the show is the show is being trolled right now. This guy is joking, man. Yeah. He's not serious. No, no, I'm not joking. There's no way he's a Buddhist white supremacist. I am. No, no, yeah. let me explain. Let me. <laughs> oh no, this isn't fair. You, you know, you're giving me, you're you're putting labels on me, but you're not letting me explain. <laughs> uh, and it's not funny. Do, do you see me laughing? Are you hear me laughing? Yeah, I can see you laughing. I can see no. you laughing because we're on the fucking radio. Right, but you don't hear me laughing, though, do you? 
Hey, that's right, even dude. scarier, the fact that you're not laughing, man. This is a great joke. You should be laughing, brother. It's fucking funny. This dude's You cannot be a Buddhist white supremacist, man. Those things do not go together, man. Yeah, and then you say a white man started Buddhism? What, what, y'all don't have enough credit for stuff? Y'all want Buddhism, Where do you think Buddhism too? comes from? Where, where do you think it comes from? Man, it comes from the prophet, man. He started it. I'm sure you're going to tell me some white men actually started it. No, no, listen. Now, Alexander hey, the Great. Charles. Wait, wait, hold on. Hold on, Arizona. Charles, are you still on the line? Yes, sir. All right, you, you're, you're saying that, like, I'm promoting conflict and hate, and you're, you're accusing me of letting him just... So chime in. What do you, what do you want to say? Well, he, he's, he's being way goofy. He's, he, he's intellectually and morally bankrupt, man. I mean, he, he's... Uh, I forget exactly what points he was making, but... I disagree, I disagree. Well, you, you're asking well, you would, where he went to high school? I mean, you know, that God, you know... That was a topic that I fucking started out with at the beginning of the show. I, I was trying to get to know people on a fucking human and personal level. Okay, we had a okay, good I apologize on that point, but it seemed like the general right. direction here... Arizona is not a good spokesperson for the white race, man. If if we're going to try to all get along together, which I, I presume is the purpose of your show, yeah. then, then you you, you got to throw all those balls like Arizona there, man, because he's... Charles, Charles, Charles. I think, I think Arizona should wait, wait, be wait, wait, on Fox News tomorrow. What the is? Get that guy a hey, TV show. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Charles, I, I mean, maybe... I don't know if you read the description of the show. or Have you ever listened to the show before? I've listened to it before. Okay, it's not... It's not to help white nationalists get along together. Well, that what you there's mean? others. I, I'm not a white nationalist. Okay. Well, it's not. It, basically, like what this show was, what this show is, is an honest exploration of the feelings and emotions and perspective of hate and how we come to that as human beings. That's what I'm trying to do. And so often, Charles, the reason I, I let a lot of this stuff fly, the reason I let a lot of these things in the chat fly I could ban everybody from the chat right now if I wanted to, but I don't because I want, I want us to get to that point of like having an honest discussion and honest feelings. And we have done that. We've done that with guests like Dragon1488. And like, again, I say this earlier in the show, I may not agree with like anything he says. I agree with some things he says, but like most things he says, I don't agree with, but I appreciate his presence here. Um, you know, Naj Radio is giving his perspective. I agree with a lot of what he says, but not everything he says. But I appreciate his presence. Uh, McBride, before he fucking like tried to like fuck me over on that review, because you're um, because you're brainwashed. Okay, well, knock it off. Um, <laughs> we'll um, yeah, well, you're brainwashed too. Come on. Come on. I know. We're all we're all we're all okay. But hang on, hang on. But like, with Charles. It's not to promote hate. It's not to divide people. It's actually to like hear, have people listen to each other in a lot, in a way like it's it's people talking to each other who would not normally talk to each other in real life. That goes for me too. All right. So that that's what the show's about. So I I never understand why people are like, oh, you're promoting it. 
Uh, well, it's well, like, no, it's, I'm not promoting it, and I'm, but I'm also not. After, there's people that don't want the, the hateful uh, rhetoric to stop. They, they, they like it bouncing back and forth. And they come in with bogus arguments because they're actively promoting the hatred. Um, and, and I think that's what's on Arizona's agenda here, and that he's not really this stupid. Then, then, give, then give, give your perspective back. That's why I want more people like you to call in then. Okay, like, well, I, well you, please, you, thank you, thank you, but, but, you okay, know, great. yeah, um, you, you're in control here, and when you, you, you inquire with Arizona, where did he go to a fight school, or a uh, high school, and, 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 and hand you the microphone, you know, that, <laughs> I, okay, I, 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 I'll, I'll I back off it, on my critique of you. Uh, I, I found it funny, all right, I found it funny. And it made me laugh. And like, that was a topic when I invited everyone to come onto the show tonight. That was the topic. Oh, fuck. Naj radio hung up. All right. Naj, if you're listening to this in the future, feel free to call back in. Um, he, he probably gave. Yeah. Naj sounded, right huh? sounded pretty good. Yeah. 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 So, so Charles, speak your piece, dude. Like what's on your mind or like, what are some of your feelings? That, well, well, the, the, I, I do think that the issue of segregation on a smaller local community basis could be an advantage and, and a positive thing as opposed to um, um, the, how uh, Arizona and some of the others are advocating whole states uh, and perhaps even the entire nation just, just turn completely white and kick all the other races out. Uh, that That's so stupid and intellectually bankrupt that that it shouldn't even be seriously entertained as a proposition. Right. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I feel like Naj was even saying the same thing. And like, I think that, um, I think that, um, you know, and I was pushing this too. Like if, if people, I, I pose this question, if people want to just go off on their own and be alone by themselves without, without hurting anyone else. Okay. I think everyone would agree to that. Yeah, well, that's the PLE. Like, that, that's, that's PLE. That's, that's what Charles is talking about. Yeah. yeah. A voluntary libertarian type society, smaller ones, that where, where each individual community, if they want all whites or all blacks or whatever race, they, they can do that. The Indian reservations, you know, they could have yeah, those. Like Kalispell, Kalispell, Montana, with the April Katie. Well, that, that, uh, small communities, I imagine that's more, not more than a few hundred households, uh, whatever it is. Um, I'm not familiar with it, but it, it sounds like a good small community that if the white people want to go off there and be by themselves, that's fine. As long as they go well, over to a neighborhood Indian or black community and start chopping heads off or anything. I, I just give an example of Kalispell. That is a PLE, and April Gady, uh is, uh, you know, it's making... Or recruiting more white migrants to, to head over there. Well, that sounds like a healthy thing. Do we have consensus on that point? I agree. How about you, diarrhea? Who's diarrhea? Diarrhea is HP, isn't it? <laughs> that's, that's, that's mine. That's mine. I'm the guest host. McDiarrhea. Yeah, abor- abortion McDiarrhea. You guys didn't see me in the news running for president in 2012? Do you mind repeating the question? I started reading the chat when 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 you were talking. I'm sorry. So repeat the question, please. It was just a question on the proposition of allowing each 
um, uh, race to segregate in their smaller communities on a voluntary libertarian type basis? You know what? If if you can find a way of doing that without hurting anyone else, without without fucking without trumping on somebody else's land, okay, fine. That's your choice. No but, but you know what? But let's wait, wait. Well, wait, what happened? What fucking uh, what Arizona is advocating is like he's trying to push his agenda, and his community doesn't want it. Well, and Chris Freedom Carol just tuned in about the same time that the background noise. Carol, you there? You got some background noise going? Um. Hello, Chris Freedom. I have some background noise. What's going on? Whoever's got the background noise needs to mute it out or something. Is that you, Carol? Did you bring in no, the back standing, standing outside. So. No, I just muted myself. What's still going on? Okay, well, it must be somebody else. Okay, I truly think I'm here. Are you there, sir? It sounds like you, McDiarrhea. Yeah, it's not me. I'm talking on the phone. Well, every time you start talking, we get we get the background noise at the same time. So you said it's for me? It's it's on the mic. Got some kind of background static there. Wait for me. Yeah. Yes, for me. Ah, but I, I mean, I've been talking all this time without any problems. How come there's a problem now? But I I, I don't know. It's Maybe it's a bad you, connection. It's Are you using VoIP or something? It's what? Are you using VoIP oh, or something? You got a bad connection? Maybe. No, I'm using my phone. It sounds like wind going or something. Pretty heavy in the background there. Okay. All right. How, how about I just um, I'll, I'll end this call and I'll and I'll talk. I'll, I'll chat. Um, and I'll and I'll put forth my views in the chat room. How does that sound? Well, um, you, you can try calling back in. You 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 can just post it in the chat room. Yeah, we could probably work with that. All right. I'm I'm guest twenty five. So. Well, I don't think the, the the I don't think the background background noise is coming in from from the guy that was talking about hanging up. I think it's from McDiarrhea here. Hmm. Okay. Hey, hang on, guys. Uh, Freedom, are you there? Hello. Chris Freedom Carroll, are you there? Just, just I am. But it is not me because I've had my phone muted all this time. Maybe you have a speakerphone coming in, Carol. You've used that before, and maybe that's echoing um, McDiarrhea. Yeah, that's not me. Speakers going. Yeah, turn off your speakers, Carol, because somebody's causing some feedback there, and it don't sound like McDiarrhea is the source of the problem there, but for some reason his system is causing is is working with yours to make an echo or something. Well, I can call back in. I'm not hearing that or turn off your speakers from the background there. I don't have any speakers on, and I muted no, my. Hey, um, hey guys, it is coming from the Hate Project's phone. Yeah, yeah. turn it off. That's you cheating. Yeah. Okay, so truth, can you hear me? 
Where is the moderator at? Because if the moderator wants to, he can mute everybody's phone and just add some people one at a time to find out where in the heck the thing is coming from. So where is it coming from? I can't tell where it's coming from because I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, hang on a second. I'm just going to mute everyone, okay? Spare me, right? Is that the moderator speaking? Yeah. Okay. Well, he hang talking. on, hang on. Uh, Stop talking. Stop talking for a second. The chamber. <laughs> like, hold on a second. Hold on. Okay, now if you don't know what you're talking about yourself, are you guys still... Are you guys still in tune? You fucked up, uh... Hello, hello. Hello, everybody. No, I'm on I'm on Skype. Okay, guys. How's it much sound? better. How's it? Much better. Okay. Much better. Thank. Much I don't know better. what happened. Who am I talking to? Hello. Oh, for Christ's sake. Okay, so can you guys in the chat hear me? Hold on. 
Okay, Charles, you there, buddy? Yeah, yeah, you're good now, HP. Okay, thank you. I don't know what happened, but... uh. Well, you, your connection okay. was bad. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck happened. Okay, so I just I just want to give this dude a chance. Truth, fe- Truth freedom, are you there? Yes, I am, and I'm not a dude. I'm a chick. <laughs> Her name's Carol. She's a great girl. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to... I didn't, did I call you a dude just now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay, because I get that all the time. I have a voice. I'm sorry to do that. No, no, no. My bad. I no, apologize. Not really, and I want most people to think that I'm a man because I get better results on the telephone. I think it's sexy, Carol. It's all good, huh? I think it's sexy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so your name's... Okay, so Truth Freedom, what would you like me to call My you? My real name is Truth- Carol, okay? Okay, you want me to call you Carol? Yeah, yeah. What's your name? My name is uh, Presidential Candidate Abortion McDiarrhea. I'm the guest host tonight. Oh. Um, I, I had a run. I had a presidential candidacy run in 2012, um, and unfortunately, it did not work out. Like, I got zero votes. I had a great I had a great slogan uh, that went a, a vote for abortion is a vote for America, and I got no support. Bummer. You should have let me know because uh, I was looking for somebody to vote for. Well, uh, hey, you know I didn't go to the polls at all. Well, I'm running for pope now because of that pope stepped down. Uh huh. So with your support, I could be Pope Abortion McDiarrhea. Uh, okay. Well, so, truth to freedom. You? Carol, what's on your mind tonight? Oh, I don't know. Not too much. I mean, I was just didn't have anything to do with myself other than clean house. And I said, the hell with that. So I said, I wonder what's going on with Takshi. Lately, I... I Look on uh, live now thing, and there's nothing uh-huh. going on. So I'm happy that somebody's having a call. Okay. Uh, well, like, have you ever listened to the hate question like before? Huh? I like your humor. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I I, I am a little sad about my my presidential candidacy failing like it did. I I I'm, I'm, I still don't understand why it did, but but thank you. That that's very kind of you. Um, so have you been listening to the show tonight at all, Truth Freedom? I'm sorry. Say that again. Is my audio fucked up again, guys? Oh, so no, you're doing fine. But I just didn't hear you. What? So you sound good. I just I just missed what you said. That's all. What's on your mind tonight? Have you been listening to the discussion all night? It's a no, doozy. I, I just came in here. So we've been having a discussion about race and racism, and we have a lot of white nationalists in the room. And we also have uh, Naj Radio, who's an African-American gentleman. He, he's not on the call anymore, but like he, um, he hosts a sports show, but like he was offering the African-American perspective. Yeah, um, I, and I, we've been talking about. I've heard him on uh, talk to you before too. Okay. Well, like, what are what are your what are some of your thoughts on on hatred, 
don't know if you read the description of the show. Mm-hmm. It's a sh- sure. it's a show about hate. Mm-hmm. But um, what are some of your thoughts? Talk well, to me, Carol. I I am um African heritage. Okay. Also, also Native American. Also. Oh my God! Uh, and you're a woman. We we have not had like the African American Native American woman voice on here yet. So I want I and, thank you and, for calling me. And my father and my father's father was German, so I have everything going on. Oh, oh, huh? Oh God, that's funny. What'd you say, Dragon? <laughs> that's funny. Uh huh. So that's so truth freedom they dragon just, here. They just they just said they just said fuck it. <laughs> that's, that's actually kind of funny. Um, no, so Dragon here is a member of the. He's he's the Grand Dragon of the KKK. Oh. Uh, in 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 one of the branches, I don't want to say where, but um, okay. he's also an aspiring comedian. True freedom. This guy's a this guy's a weirdo. Like this oh, dude listened to Run DMC and LL Cool J when he was in high school. Uh huh. And now he's a member of the Klan. Well, that's cool. That's, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know why? Why is that? Because, I mean, I I think it's okay. It's not really cool, but it's all right because white people are being targeted and slated for abol- abolishment. I mean, these Jews are out to eliminate the white race altogether. You understand? And and being a black person, I don't particularly like that idea. Because if these freaking Jews are able to get rid of the guys... You are unmuted. DNA banks, and they're monitoring our people to try to prevent the... Sorry, somebody's chiming with a soundboard. Oh. Oh. So okay, so, is this, so, so somebody's accusing you of being Martin Lindstedt. Are you not Carol? Are you Martin Lindstedt? I'm Carol. So, Schwartz, you're telling me that talk show host just got fooled. Can you tell me how I got fooled? Hello? Hello? Schwartz? Schwartz, you need to answer my... Schwartz, you need to fucking call in every once in a while, dude. Don't talk shit from the sidelines. Even though, like, I agree with you on a lot of things you say, it's kind of... It's, it's disappointing that you fucking don't ever call in here. I'm just throwing that out there. Because, like, we could use your voice, too. You do understand that, right? Whatever. All right, don't call in. Fucking who cares? So... Oh... What was that? Who was that just now? It's got a bunch of trolls. That was just a sigh. That was just a sigh of, 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 I thought, I thought it was going to get funny there. The truth, freedom. Are you, back, Carol? Are you still there? Cricket. Still there? Cricket. Still here. You are unmuted. That is how we are going to exterminate white people because that, in my estimation, is the only conclusion <laughs> I have come to. We I'm have trying, to exterminate trying, white people off of the face of the planet to solve this problem. 
And who was that? Okay, so Schwartz, you're accusing me again after we got into this last week that you're you're calling me you're calling my show a closet Nazi. I want to put this out to the people who are racist here. Do you think that do you think I'm a closet Nazi? Dragon, do you think I'm a no. closet Nazi? No. No, I just think you How about you, Charles? No, no, you don't sound like a Nazi. I'm not even a sympathizer. I'm interested, I'm curious, I'm I'm curious in people as human beings, but you know what? I'm not even a fucking sympathizer. And like Schwartz yeah, yeah. Focus yes, on the people with the phone connection here, HP. Don't don't, don't allow the chat to distract right. the, the discussion. Right. Okay, sorry. But fuck it. Like, I mean, like, I'm not making anyone participate in the show. I want y'all to know that, by the way. Uh huh. So I, I just so just to put that out there. Yeah. And uh-huh. I don't know why you're talking shit to me on the sidelines and you're calling me a closet Nazi. I do have to I do have to address this because it's getting to me a little bit. So yeah, no, um, I'm I'm not that, that and uh, and you're calling me a sympathizer because I was nice to this girl with this not this. Okay, so so then I should just sort of like no I I have to I have to address this to everyone on the phone and I'm sorry, so I should just yell at everybody and say that racism's wrong. I do think it's wrong, but that doesn't do any good. They don't fucking care. So All I right. have to like understand where they're coming from for God's sake. Well, That's what I'm trying to do. You you know, how was I kissing up to her? But Hang on, Carol. Because they're going to be eliminated anyhow. The racists are going down. The people with the true love in their hearts have a chance. But these knuckleheads out here, they're like mentally retarded. They're going down. You're not going to see no. them. All right. Okay, so they have true love in their heart. <laughs> Say what? Who has the true love in their heart? Okay, so Schwartz, wait, hang on, hang on, guys. So Schwartz is writing. It doesn't take someone above an average, above an IQ of eighty, to figure out why these people hate. After twenty-one shows, you can't figure it out. Okay, so this was a failure for you, Schwartz. Fine, I'm sorry that you're disappointed, and you know what? You don't have to listen anymore. I get it. it. It's kind of a shame that like somebody like with your voice and your perspective don't doesn't want to call in and actually engage in this dialogue because it's better to call in than to like sit on this chat here. But you know what? Like, if you feel like this show's doing nothing for you anymore, cool. But then don't don't twist my fucking words and don't accuse me of being a fucking closet Nazi. Because that's wrong, and that's just chicken shit. If you're uncomfortable with anything that's being said, fucking say so, and come out and say so, man. I didn't ask you to promote my show. When did I fucking ask you to do that? No, I'm not going to promote your show. Good, don't then. Jeez, you're you're just twisting words. You're the fact that like because I haven't taken like one end of the spectrum, which is just like retarded hate speech. Or the other end of the spectrum of like, oh, well, you should just not say that. Where like I'm coming into it in a third way where it's like, okay, how do I understand where people are coming from? What is your life like that you got to the point where you went? You know? Yep, hate project is out of themselves. Look at the hate he's spewing now. You're right. I do have hatred in my heart, and that's part of the fucking deal, dumbass. 
I do have hatred in my heart. I do have these things, and I'm just, I'm just as much working that out for myself as anybody else would. You don't have hatred? Oh, oh, I, I use the word fucking. Oh, I use locker, word, locker room language. How am I outed? How am I outed, Schwartz? <laughs> no, I don't care if it's a troll. I'm going to fucking address this. How am I outed? What have, what have I been outed as? <clears throat> Answer the fucking question. Yes, I have. A, I just now fucking said that, you retard. Yes, I do have a lot of hatred, and I have a lot of hatred for ignorant punks like you who twist what I'm saying. I was not... I've never been in... I've never... After 21 shows, I've never endorsed hatred. I tried to explore where it was coming from. Jesus. Yeah, I'm calling you retard, not people. Uh, this is hilarious. Uh, no, no matter what, man. HP as a host, I, as HP as a host, I gotta say, man, what you're doing is a great effort, man. You're trying. That's, that's the best you can do, man. The reality yeah. of it is, it's easier to teach children the correct way or an educated way than it is to fix broken men. And what you have in this chat room, a lot of times, is a lot of broken men. But why not yeah. try to teach them? There's nothing wrong with that, man. I, I say, I say you're doing a good job, man. Thank These you. people have been raised a certain way. They've been taught a certain thing, and that's what they believe. Now, there's nothing wrong with them expressing that, but there's also nothing wrong with you giving them a form and, you know, giving them another side of the of the coin. But, you know, we've got some slow people on this call, too, man. you got to understand right. So Schwartz is calling me a bigot. You know what, Schwartz? You're right. I'm 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 secretly David Duke. You got me. Look at look look how. Oh God! What? Can, can we give this guy a fucking badge, please? Can we give him a medal for his great work? I, I do have to say though that that's something interesting that I've only seen in white areas. I I worked for AmeriCorps a few years back where we were working uh, inner city schools, and what I found was. It was a lot of white college students trying to out liberal each other. So it was yeah. amazing some of the arguments that would go on there. Now, I'm not oh, calling yeah. I, I one of those yeah. extra liberal guys who's like that because I don't know him. I've, I've yeah. seen the comments he's posted, but you know what I mean. It, it's a it's an interesting dynamic though, man. Well, listen. Okay, so I, I got to wrap this. Uh, I got to I got to wrap this show up pretty soon. Schwartz, it's clear. You have not listened to the show clearly. It's clear that, like, no matter how many times I've explained what the show is, you just you have an agenda yourself, and and you have not listened to this with an open mind at all, and that's fine. And also, like, I, I don't know how many times I just expressed just now, just now in my little dumb rant, that, like, yes, I do have these problems, and I do have hatred. I'm not a racist, but, like, you know what? Like, Yes, I called you a retard, and that's that's an insult to retards. Calling you retard is an insult to retards. I didn't ask you to help me, dumbass. But second, like you didn't like really understand the show and listen to it. That's fine. I'm not making you or anybody tune into the show. Get that through your fucking head. And also, I announced this at the beginning of the show. I am having an anti-racist activist come on in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, but, but it's that. amazing though that. If we could really chart the education level in some of these chats, though, I think we would be surprised. Like Guest 8 says, white college students have Stockholm Syndrome when it comes to race. He thinks he's yeah. agreeing with the point that I made. Like, dude, 
that's not what I was saying at all. Like, of course, there are some people who have this this issue where it's about them and not about anybody else, and they call that activism. But I wouldn't call that Stockholm syndrome because they're not the ones being abused or battered. So that that doesn't it doesn't really hold. Well, I right. disagree with that. Go ahead. I agree, I disagree with with the fact that. Uh, white college students are not abused. They're being abused psychologically <clears throat> because they're being fed a diet of white people should be uh, held accountable for slavery and all the sadness and things that are going on in the world. They're not given anything in the educational system that is going to help them become anything that they can be proud of on a psychological, spiritual level. So they are being abused. Well, I would say that's more of an abstract thing. That's like uh, the great point that uh, James Baldwin made arguing with uh, William Buckley back in the day where he said that the sheriff, who put a cattle prod up against a woman's chest is just as damaged as the woman because he's lowered himself as far as as a human. So I, I get that side of it, but it, it, it definitely doesn't reach as much as the people who are affected by some of these people. Now, the people on yeah. this call, for the most part, work for other people, so they don't determine race or determine you know what bad school somebody goes to. These are just people who have to deal with the product of it, and they're mad about it. It's a, it's a sad thing, but, you know, hey, it is what it is. Maybe they'll come out of it, but who knows? All you can do is try to reach them. Okay, wait a minute. Um, since I did tune in late. Now, what what do you mean by saying they have to deal with the product or the byproduct of what's going on <clears throat> exactly? What are you saying? Well, they they have to deal with the byproduct of terrible economic situations, terrible social situations. So they can always point to the worst black person that they can find and say that fits the stereotype or that's the person I hate. So it's yeah, kind of that thing. It, you know, it, it's I, like I, when you meet black people I, who say, or when you meet white people who say, uh, I like African Americans, but I hate niggers. And they don't think there's anything wrong with that statement. They think that's a true statement when it's, it's just nonsense, but that's pretty much what we're dealing with when we're talking about, you know, the average mind of somebody who is joined one of these white hate groups and thinks that black people are the cause of all of their problems. Well, they have been engineered. See, this whole thing, this whole thing is being engineered by somebody who wants us to destroy each other. It's <clears> not. <throat> it's not necessarily the people with these feelings except for they haven't taken the time to examine the larger picture. Well, that's why I don't get mad at white supremacists, because I understand that they were taught a certain thing. That's why I don't get mad at them, man. They're not responsible for what they were taught. Nobody's right. born a racist. You're taught to be a racist. That's nobody's right. born that way. I don't take these Just like nobody's born gay. Face value. No, that's, that's 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 completely different from that. I mean, you can go to you can go anywhere. I, I'll give it to you like this: if you raise a dog in a jungle around monkeys, that dog will act like a monkey. If you raise a child around monkeys, what would that child act like? 
a monkey. It's different. It's just different things, man. There's no reason to look at race as some type of all-encompassing thing that will go on forever. It's just a sickness that we have that's passed down and, you know, translated from one ignorant person to the next that, you know, at some point maybe it'll be righted. But we can't take the burden on ourselves and think we'll fix everything ourselves. DNA has proven that all life came from one womb. So there is essentially no race. It's a false paradigm. Well, when you're talking science and logic to an ignorant person, they don't understand that, though. What you're saying is true, but science and logic don't mean anything to the ignorant. This, This has been promoted to divide and conquer. And well, that's, the message, that's the message that needs to go out. Well, the only problem with that is when somebody is so intertwined with that that logic of hate and the thought that I'm better than this person because my hair flows a certain way or my eye colors a certain way or I don't have as much melanin, you're not dealing with a regular person. You're dealing with a sick person who really needs help. But if they don't know that, they just will continue to point the finger at every new group that comes in and every old group who they have issues with. So it's yeah, but you it, know it takes what? a lot of time to fix. Yeah, yeah, but I don't think we got that kind of time to straighten all that shit out. Some well, we don't have a choice. Some people are awake and some aren't. And the ones who are not trying to wake up are lost. They're going to be lost. That's just the truth of it. Well, this this is the reality, though. You you say that, you say that, and that sounds good, but to them, that just rings on deaf ears. Why? Because they're so ingrained in this ideology that they have to look for every little piece of evidence they feel to – you know, corroborate what they think. So in their mind, when a black person does something, it's because they're black, not because that particular person was ignorant or in a bad circumstance. They think it's because they're black. So when you're dealing with somebody like that, you, you kind of just have to take them where they are, man. You can't teach calculus to somebody who doesn't understand algebra. Exactly. You take them as they are. So you have to, what I do is I consider some people unworthy opponents, and I treat them like shrubbery. You understand? I just don't waste my time with them, and I do realize that they are going to be gone pretty soon. But the only problem with that is you have to keep your own ego in check. So when I talk to somebody like Dragon, who I've talked to multiple times on this show, I have to make sure that I don't get to the point to where I think that None of Dragon's points are valid. None of anything Dragon says means anything. I have to make sure that I understand, okay, let me listen, evaluate, and then make my decision. I can't just dismiss everything he says because he's a white supremacist. That's his own little problem he has to work through. But I can't take that, that ego trip of, well, I'm the enlightened one and he's not. That That's the biggest problem with this. It's hard to... Understand. I can understand why uh, somebody would want to join the KKK if they were white, because why? they are being targeted for destruction. 
not just put in second class place, eliminated altogether. If I was white, I'd be trying to join a hate group too, just for survival. I I can't understand that thinking, but I know where it's coming from. I've talked to you before. I know that you feel like you're a targeted individual, and you also feel like Jewish people. So, Nash, 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 I have a question. I have a question. I have a question. Nash, is this person really African and Native American? I I don't know. I've talked to her before. We don't agree on pretty much 70% of things. We have a different view of the world. Okay. But, I, yeah, I don't know if, if there's some kind of joke or something like that, but I've, I've talked to her before. Charles can verify my identity. He knows me. So, I'm, I'm not knocking her. So, yeah, yeah, Freedom, yeah, do you I know Schwartz? Schwartz, is, Schwartz keeps saying you're Martin. Hey, hang on a second. Schwartz keeps saying that you're Martin Lindstedt. Um, is that no. true? No. Where's do you know Schwartz? Schwartz? Well, if, if that is if that is Marty Lynch, that, then he's working hard with it because he's done this on multiple shows. If that's the case, yeah, I yeah. think it is. I think she is who she says she is. But either way, though, yeah, if she starts dealing with that idea of Jews are this and Jews are that. It's hard for me to listen to her because I take that the same way I take Dragon calling black people savage and other such oh, nonsense that's general that's statements. That's because you don't know. You just haven't looked at all the evidence of what. Is going on behind? Or maybe, hey guys. maybe I've looked at better evidence than you have, and I just know a little more than you. I don't think so. Of course, hey you guys. don't, because that's you. Oh, well. guys, 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 guys. Okay, guys. Sorry, I got to interrupt. Um, we are getting to the three-hour mark. I'm getting kind of worn out, and I got to get to work tomorrow, so I got to end the show, man. Um, truth, freedom, Carol, whoever or whatever you are. If you want to, like, I've I've sort of like been listening to more uh, targeted individual uh, uh, shows. So if you want to be on my show, just I'm I'm posting my my email here again. It's called hateprojectradio.com. It's it's hateprojectradio at gmail.com. And um, I just uh, I need to wrap up things here, and so um, I, I I'm sorry. Um, guest number sixty four saying fuck this show. Great, don't listen. And Schwartz, um, feel free to not listen either. You clearly did not get the fucking show. Hey, and HP, also, can I, like me, can I me ask real you, quick though, HP? Yes, Schwartz, you don't think this show has any redeeming value of him trying to reach out to some of these people? I, I, I just want to know that. Like Schwartz is really riding on you hard tonight. I, I really want to know. <laughs> you think this show has no redeeming value? He's saying it is. Do you know why the neo-Nazis don't have a show and talk show on Monday nights because of this one? That's that's evidence enough for you? Okay. Okay, then don't listen anymore, dude. I'm sorry. Like, you didn't get it. Like, I tried to find a third way of reaching people instead of, like, the usual channels. And cool. You you don't have to fucking chime in. All right, great. I'm, I'm, you know, Schwartz, I am going to say this to you, and I mean this with, like, all the grace and goodness and love in my heart that I can scrape out of the bottom of it. Um, find something that hey, you love. Hey, HP, though, you got to take consenting opinion, though, man. You you got to take I the do. good with the bad. You got to take the criticism. I do. If the feels that way, you got to take it, man. You can't just I, take I him out. Take and it. Say I take it every day of my fucking life. I've been taking it from, like, I've been taking it from everybody here uh, and everybody in this fucking chat, man. And I'm yeah. fine with that. I, I've, always, I've, I've always welcomed dissent and all that stuff, but he's... He just keeps saying like really like vague sentences, 
Like he's like he, he doesn't call in, and he's also like just sort of like making these vague statements. And like yes, using the word retard was wrong of me. You're right, because it was an insult to people who are mentally handicapped to compare you to them because they're much smarter than you are. All right, I don't like I don't mind dissent, but I don't like when people twist what I'm doing or manipulate what I'm saying. That pisses me off. So that's why I react the way I react. All right. And uh, Charles, you're right. I'm not a victim. I never, I never said that I was a victim. I am not a victim. All right. But I'm putting this out there to everybody. Like, if 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 this show's not doing it for you, dude, peace. I I hope you find something that you're passionate about in your life. That you that that you fucking um that you that you love that like sets you off that gets you off. That goes for Schwartz. That goes for everybody who's ever called in. That goes for anybody listening now. Um, I sound like what, Charles? Can you elaborate on that? You sound like you're you're you're, you're a big victim here, HP. No, I'm a human being who's having a reaction. You've never you've never you had a reaction. You're reacting as a victim, HP. How am I you're, you're, engaged, you're defending yourself against Schwartz, who's nothing but a, a sock puppet for the COINTELPRO operatives, and 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 uh, you, you're allowing. You know, there's lots of good people here on this show, and you're 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 you're, you're taking the show off to this Schwartz, who's an obvious Judas goat, in here to subvert the discussion, and you're breathing life into his stupidity. Yep. But wait a minute, okay. Charles. You think you think Schwartz is COINTELPRO, man? You think they're coming in the talk show where there's like 30 guests here? Don't you think they would be in blog talk where there are more people? Why would they come here yeah. to this small Good show? question. This is this is a better forum than blog talk. This is this is way more open structured. I like talk show way better than blog talk. It's a better forum, yeah, but blog talk. I, I do as well, but COINTEL Pro, man, come on, man, you're accusing the guy. They're, 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 yeah, they're, no, they're, can we can we be fair about this? Like Charles, Charles, know, Charles, Charles, Charles. I, I believe I'm Charles. Be, Charles, be fair. Don't don't don't. I don't, think I am fair, HP. You think I have so? no reason? Hang on, hang on, Charles. Charles, Charles right. I, I have no reason to um, I have no reason to advocate for Schwartz because he's still talking shit about me. But don't accuse him of stuff like that. That's that's not cool. Well, they're you know I mean? interacting with Schwartz. He's an asshole. Fine, <laughs> okay. he's an asshole. Huh? But don't don't. Right. <laughs> but don't. But do you understand the difference between like calling someone an asshole versus uh, you know, accusing them of being part of the Contel Pro? What's the difference? You know what I mean? Well, we, there's subversives among us. Oh, there's a huge difference. <laughs> huge no, difference. Cointel Pro get people killed, man. Don't. That's what I'm saying. Don't throw that accusation out. So, there's uh, yeah, a lot of different stuff besides killing people. They subvert good movements, good good things like talk show shows that could actually uh, um, remove the hate from our separate cultures. You know, that, if the goal of this show is to try to break down the hate and try to help people to learn to work together, then then assholes like Schwartz are here to obstruct us, and, and that's serving general COINTELPRO goals. I agree with Charles. Mm. Thank you, Carol. Okay. Hey, Charles, like he... tell him I'm a black person, will you? Yeah, she's a black woman. I've interacted with her probably 50 times, and Carol's right on the money. She's solid. And I'm not a racist. And she's I'm not, not a racist, yeah. Individual at all. Yeah, and she's smarter than most white men. 
Okay. That ain't a backhanded compliment. I've never heard. <laughs> well, I'm a white man, okay? It's my, it's my my little segregation thing oh, to, to prove that I'm not prejudiced. Just I love you. I love you, girl. You're my buddy. Right on. So, guys, um, guys, um, I want to make this clear, and I, I'm I'm a little uh, I'm a little bothered by sort of the dialogue right now. Honestly, if somebody like manipulates what I'm doing or twists what I'm saying into something that I'm not saying, I'm going to have a reaction to it. That's just the way it is. And you would, Charles, too, if someone did it to you. Uh, uh, okay, so you have no much different than Pavlov's dogs at that point, Yeah, let it go, You're not much different than Pavlov's dogs at that point, are you? So you don't have reactions when somebody fucks with you? Well, not not after I, I, I toast them a few times, then I, I tell them to burn in hell, and I walk away from them. I don't allow them okay. to avoid the whole dang discussion like what you're allowing here. Yeah. All right, well, you're more enlightened man than I am. Guys, I've never made a secret no. of this. Like, Remember I'm, I'm a the fucking... calls that we used to have when Van Waddy would come in or um, Lewis? Well, he's the host. He made a mistake. Let it go. It's not that big of a deal. He made a mistake. He let the guy get to him, okay? That happened. It's not a big deal. Man. Yeah. You know what? I'm over it already. Um, and I, you know what? Like, any of you guys are welcome to come back on the show. That includes Schwartz. Uh, Dragon, I'm sorry you've been silent for a while, but like I do appreciate your contributions, even if I don't agree with you. Um, you there, buddy? Yeah, Dragon yeah, tried to poke yeah. a stick in my eye all night tonight, but I didn't let him get to me, but that's just tonight. Another night, Dragon might have gotten to me, you know? He just didn't get to me yeah. today. Yeah. Okay, well, um, and I, I will say this. like, Yeah, you're right. Schwartz did get to me. I welcome criticism, and I welcome you guys to call in, and I welcome you guys to email me. I put my email up here a few times, and um, so it's fine. Um, I did let it affect me. I am a human being, and I know that you guys have your Achilles heel, every one of you people in this room. You got your you got your little weak spot, and it'll happen to you too. It probably has happened to you. So you know what? Like, it's okay. I want to, like, just sort of give, like, some last words to everybody. So, Dragon, you got any last words? Uh, actually, this is probably going to be the last show I call into. Why's that? Uh, it's just, it keeps me up too late. Well, that's, that's, I'm, I'm being serious when I say this. That's, that's super disappointing to me. Uh, is there anything I can do better or like, like what, what, what's going no, on? No, your, your, your show's fine. It, I mean, it does get irritating, you know, like, like, uh, Charles was saying when you, Start feeding off what's going on in the chat, and and, for, and you know stop the callers that that call, do call in to you know discuss their views on stuff, and then you go off on a rant in the, the chat room. Okay. Well, well, if they're too I mean, shit to call in, if they're if they're if they have a view about you or anybody on the show, and they're too chicken shit to call in, why do you give them a voice? Right. You should okay. mute them. Mute them off the chat. All right. Um, no, no, no. I, okay. I the reason I haven't is that I I wanted this to be an open forum and I wanted it to like even like the ugly stuff that was coming at me I wanted to accept it. If and so that's why I didn't do you that. Shouldn't address it. If it's not intelligent, you shouldn't address it. Yeah. Okay. If it doesn't really make sense and it doesn't pertain to the subject matter, you should cut it off with a quickness okay. because it's only going to screw you up. Okay. 
Well, um, I, w- I want to say this to you, Dragon. Um, if you want to call in early, I- I'm thinking about taking the show back to 10 p.m. instead of 11 p.m. So if you want to call in early and then bounce out of the show, you're more than welcome to do so. Or if, if basically, if you feel like the show's not doing it for you anymore, I mean, you know, look, you, if you get, if you got to move on, you got to move on, and I, I'm not going to have any hard feelings towards you. But if you do want to call back in, like if you want to take a break from the show and then call back in later on, feel free to. Um, that that's up to you. And thank you for talking with me over these last few months. No, oh, it, it's pretty cool. I, I don't feel assaulted when I talk to anybody. And I didn't even have a chance to even talk with him yet. I I, okay. I relish the idea of having a conversation with the Clue Klutzer. Okay, well, I'm sorry about that. Well, he, Dragon hosts his own that's show. Interesting. You can, that's you, interesting. That's interesting. That, that's interesting that she used that term right there. And y'all, y'all, y'all that are in, in the clan or anything, anything about the clan should take alerts to that. So, guys, I mean, you can, so Truth Freedom, you can look up Dragon's profile. You'll see the shows that he hosts. So call into those shows. I'm, I'm not online. I'm not online. I'm just on the phone. Okay, well, well, if you go and talk, she'll look at Dragon 1488. Um, Charles, you got any last words? Uh, no. Uh, well, a little bit. Uh, You've you got a great potential for your forum here, uh, HP. Um, Thank you. Um, I, I'm glad you're taking the constructive criticism well. Um, uh, Carol is, is right on the money, and you've you got a n- number of really good people hanging around you here, and uh, your tone and a lot of things sound really good. Um, but, you know, you got some weak spots in your game plan here, and I, I'm optimistic. I'll, I'll try to tune in in the future that maybe we yeah. can uh, find a way to work together on, you know, trying to make a better planet here. Okay. Um, I'm posting my uh, email again one more time. If anyone has any advice or, like, like feedback and all that stuff, any ideas, I may not take all of them, but just, just know that they're appreciated. So uh, I'm throwing that in there, Okay. So, Mr. Uh, Naj Radio, old buddy, you got any last words for us here? Uh, you know me, man. I'm just going to close with the same quote, man. George Bernard okay. Shaw. Uh, hate is a coward's reaction to those who intimidate you. Okay. Truth, freedom, Carol, I know that, um, I know that um, you didn't get a, a whole lot in, but you're welcome back on the show anytime you want. We're back next Monday. Yeah. You got any last words for us? Um, well, let me see. I enjoy a conversation that is not politically correct. So I have no problem with people who have opposite views from me, although I am confident in my game. You understand? I know where I'm coming from. I know where I've been, and I know where I'm going, ultimately, all the way. So I have no problem engaging with anybody, and I will try to make it back next week. Monday at what time? Um, well, I want to pose this to everybody. If I moved it back to 10 p.m., would that be okay? Is sure. Eastern standard? Eastern time. Yeah, 10 o'clock. That sounds good. Okay, maybe I'll move it back to 10 o'clock then. Um, so, but like, if you want to follow me, email me at hateprojectradio at gmail.com or, um, click on the, like the little left, my little like uh, handle over here on the left side, you'll see the link, just follow the show and you'll, I'll, I'll send out notices each time I do a show. 
Um, but either way, we will be back next Monday in the evening. What okay? is and, that? And hate, hate dot radio? Hate project radio at gmail.com. Hate project, oh, wait. Hate project radio at gmail. Yeah, shoot me an email, and I'll, I'll get you on the list. Okay. Okay? Cool. Awesome. All right, guys. Um, in, all, in, all, in all seriousness, um, this goes for everybody. Thank you very much for participating tonight. I, I um, Despite, like, you know, a lot of the ups and the downs, I loved tonight's show. It was pretty fucking awesome, actually, in a lot of ways. Um, so thank you all for that. All right, and I just want to say good night to everybody. Thank you, too. All right, good night. Night, night. So this wasn't the last time that Dragon called into the show. He actually called in again. I don't remember how many more times he called in. But as you can hear, I was trying to accommodate him, and I don't know if that was worth it, even. Anyways, thank you for listening to Paradox of Civility. If you have any uh, comments, questions, uh, please email me at paradoxofcivility at gmail.com. The email's in the description below. Follow us at Civil Podcast on Twitter, and you can also like us on Facebook. Talk to you next time.